right. We're going. We're going. There we go. Here we are. Hello. We're doing it. Oh, okay. Listener. Listener. Oh, listener. We've got something of a tri-corner hat Don't. today. My Don't. podcast, it has three corners. Three co-hosts has my podcast. <laughs> and had it not three co-corners, I can't bring myself. It would not be my hat. Okay, Guys, Now do welcome. barges. Barges. La, 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 la. Fla, 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 fla. Twinkling lights. Welcome. Welcome to, to that's the spirit podcast. It's a podcast about ghosts, goblins, ghouls, skeletons, chairs, grapes, houses, friends, enemies, and ships. Ships. I thought, do you say chips or ships? Ships. Okay, and chips. And though. chips. Mm. Um, that's Stephanie and Fagan. That's Robin May Brown. Thank you. And we have a special guest. We have a very guest. special guest. He brought his own skeleton, and his name is. He brought a fresh skeleton. Yeah, it's fresh. It's alive name inside of him. Is Zachary Newton? It's <laughs> 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 very close. Uh, just about as waspy, but a but a touch um, edgier. Nixon. Nixon, yeah. right. With an X. N I X O N. X Y X Y N. N Y X Y N. Isn't that just your mom's maiden name? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not that waspy. Okay, Zachary. But this Nixon, is our Westchester Willis. boy. Yes, I'm a Westchester boy. Zach Willis of um, New York City fame <laughs> and fortune. <clears throat> you may know him from such comedy groups as Rumple Teaser. Mm-hmm. And women and men, men. And women and men, mm-hmm. and and being our friends, and, and from friendship. And oh my life. god! And also from all the dramatic readings that, if you're a listener so of this podcast, um, yeah. he's really, really mm-hmm. delighted delighted your earfolds before. Come on, you. I know. Uh, that was my cat listener. Yeah, uh, you may know her from living on the street for four years. Mm-hmm. There she is. She's a good girl. She's a fine girl. Um, welcome. Hello. So great to be here. Great. Great Thanks, Zach. Here. Um, Zach, anything haunted happen to you this week? Yeah, anything spooky? Um, th- uh, this week, uh, no, uh, no, my apartment is extremely not haunted. I would agree with that. No, yeah, that's you great. used to live there, Steph. So, listeners, I, I lived in, in Zach's apartment for two years and I can say it's probably the least haunted place I've lived. Which, really? Yeah, yes. I'm surprised what it was treat. housing for factory workers in like the 1880s and 1890s. It's not haunted? Um, yeah. What it, luck. I don't I'm get that vibe. That it's not haunted. I don't get that vibe at all. <clears throat> yeah. Well, when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's great. It's very possible that the buildings next to mine are haunted. Although, I would it, like to think so. Yeah, yeah. That whole area is that we, so listeners, Zach and I now live uh, a sheer two blocks from each other. Mm-hmm. And all of those buildings were built in like 1901. Yeah. Like very long, so ago. long ago. My building was built in 1901. <clears throat> My parents' house was built in 1908. Yeah. Happy Fun. birthday house. Mm. Happy birthday house. And um, 
I do think some shit went down in my in my building though. Oh yeah. Your building does have a lot of noise it's activity got some going on. That's also, true. something spooky did happen to us the other night. A oh man or not a man. Somebody was ringing the bell outside oh, of your house for like four uh, hours. It was probably a man. It was probably a man. Knowing men. I walked past a lot of police officers with a bloodhound dog. Mm -hmm. And then later on, down the street, another group of police officers and another bloodhound dog. Yeah, I don't know. That's not scary in the, um, you know, fantastical sense. But, like, as as we've said a lot of times for our listeners that aren't in New York City, it's like it. Everything's different here. Like, if somebody just keeps ringing your doorbell... It's kind of like an only in New York thing. Yeah, it's like two (laughs) bloodhounds in New York. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey... Only in New York. Hey, I've got my bloodhound here. Hey, Hey. I'm walking in with my dog. Hey, somebody's trying to come in the house and murder you. Only in New York. Hey, get the fuck out of here. I got a dog, and he smells blood. Um, Yeah, so that was spooky, but... That was spooky in a real-life way, and Mm -hmm. that's another example of how I just think... Living people are so much scarier than ghosts. Sure, sure. Yeah. You've said it time and again. Yeah, time and true. again, time and again. Oh, yeah. 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 Ghosts, yeah. Have, ghosts have more rules to them than, I, than living people, I think. Yeah, that's true. I feel like <clears throat> the fun thing is that each ghost makes up its own rules. So does each person, in a way. Wow. No, I think that a I think that a human being has societal rules and ghosts don't have society. Oh, yeah, but some people live off the grid. Yeah, that's the people that scare they me. They still can't murder Technically, well, they, well yeah, uh, you're not supposed to. You know, yeah, I mean they can and they do. They're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah, but like you still shouldn't <clears throat> murder a ghost. However, is free of those those shackles. But could you? Well, well, how do we know? Can a ghost physically murder? No. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. So we're kind of even. What want okay. have they to to kill? Well, what want of you could. You could say that you could take that all the way to the bank, Stephanie. You could say that about anything. I just think that there's so much more at stake when you're still alive. Well, sure, in almost any scenario. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the that's big the main thing about being alive. Here. I think. Yeah, um, is the alive part. Let's really get into it and talk about the <clears throat> philosophy. Just I would love kidding. to. Um, we're talking about something way more fun and cool today. <laughs> Guess what, idiots? It's Dragons! Dragons. Dragons. Ah. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! It's dragons! Fuck you! Hand me that ah. apple mic that's down there below you. The what? Oh. Yeah. It's dragons! It's dragons, and for all of you who like Power Rangers, do 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 do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what the Green Ranger Tommy sings into his magical fife to get his uh, transformer, the Dragon Zord, to come out what? from inside the Earth. Wait, it's Steph, called you, the Dragon Sword? You would know the answer to it's this. It's called the Dragon Sword. The music for the movie Flight of Dragons, is that the same as the animated Hobbit ones where it's like, the greatest no. adventure. I do like that. Not a uh, Hobbit animated movie uh, has the like, craziest like, voices and soundtrack <laughs> of all t- It really it does. does. Like, yeah. Well, the crazy part is they did they animated the Hobbit, yeah. and then that same group of people animated the Return of the King, and yes. in between is the Ralph Bakshi one, yeah. which has Wait, which the, um, what's that? that? Uh, Rota, Rota, oh, rotoscoping? Rotoscoping. Yeah, Wait, it's I've never so cool. Oh my god, it's so cool. We're going to have to do like a, a trilogy watch. Yes, okay, we great. have to watch that, because um, they rotoscope the like orcs fighting people. Ooh, it's okay. very cool. <laughs> but to answer your question, Zach, no, the Flight of Dragons uh, theme song was written by Don McLean, 
And so it's in his. Yeah, hey, you're really? right. Yeah, it's yes. like this. Flight of dragons right soaring the purple light in the sky or in my mind. Wow. That um, reminds me of um, The Princess Bride. My love is like a storybook story. It's my as, love is it's as real as the feelings the I feel. That's Mark Knopfler, right? Story. Probably. It's as real as Oh, I see now that it won't play out loud because we have a plug-in. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Let me look it up on my phone. In the um, meantime, I, I feel you're doing it pretty good justice. Just Yeah, I'll just look it up for later to interrupt. Look it up by singing it. At some point. I'm almost um, positive my love is like a storybook story is Mark Knopfler. Also, it's flight of dragons soar past reality. <laughs> it's the, it's the greatest song. And then, of course, song. you have do what they want to do, say what they, they want to say, live what they want. Yeah. <laughs> also, An it has... listenable song for me, personally. Listener, you know it. I've sang it many times. It's Adam's Family Rock. It's Adam's. It's actually called Adam's Groove. Oh wow! Um, I also just want to point out that Flight of Dragons is starring James Earl Jones and John Ritter, and this is a really good movie that everyone should should see and appreciate. I've never seen it. Oh man, it's really good, and it has my favorite scene in any movie ever, where John Ritter's animated character fights magic with science. I feel like I would think that you wouldn't like that. Oh, he just starts. He, this he, is like, the, the best way scene he fights. In any movie. I, okay, so first of all, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. For a flight should of I dragons. Spoil it. No. I oh, should we not know. tell Robin if she's gonna watch it? Uh, Maybe we should save it. Actually, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. You, you should probably watch it. Yeah. All right. But all right. you know what? And then uh, make sure to talk about it on a later episode. Yeah, you yeah. will. Also, yeah, we'll we'll post this this one scene because it is. Truly, I think I showed I showed you for the first time. You can talk about Flight of Zagma. Dragons. Very, it's very possible that one scene at least because you were really rolling. You're rolling on the ground at that one. Yeah, because it is. It's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, guys, fucking dragons. We're talking dragons. We're talking dragons. We're talking mm-hmm. some gons. And we're talking. Full I gotta on. tell you, it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time yeah. coming. Um, I've told Robin this many times, Zach, but. I go through life just being like dragons existed with dinosaurs. Oh yeah, like Steph I have a really hard says time. Things all the time that indicate that the dragons existed in her mm. revisionist yeah. history of Earth. And I know that I'm not right. Dragons were here up until pretty recently. I feel like. arguably still, uh, yeah. arguably still, arguably still here. Well, uh, if you're talking Komodo. Oh my god, and we kind of are. Like, kind there's, of are. if there's one thing I learned in this insane amount of stupid research that I did, listener, um, I did nothing today. I want you to know. I want you all to listen to these crass. I sent two pages. emails to myself. One was called Look at them. "Types of Dragons," and one was called "Why Dragons Like Treasure." <laughs> I've got some stuff on that. I've got some stuff on that actually. Do they eat it? Oh, should we? Uh, let's not jump the gun. Here. Let's not put yeah. the. Uh, well, you one the thing cart that I would, before the dragon. One yeah. thing that I would like to do is establish the dragon before a, the fire. A baseline. Oh. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I think we should establish a baseline for like when we think dragon. What do we think? Okay. Yeah, and then I we like can that. dive into okay. like yes, what they were and and mm-hmm. still are. So one thing I think is fire breathing. Classic mm-hmm. dragon feature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wings. Flying. Wings, yeah. It's hard to picture a dragon without wings. I'm gonna say green. Sure. Green. That's Green a classic color. Green of scale. For me, scales to begin scales. with. For me, the immediate dragon that I think of in my head. Yes, green scales. The minute I start thinking about it a little bit longer, yeah. I feel like all sorts of different color chromatic dragons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I also think like um like a, a longer snout like mm-hmm. a, and a reptile face obviously uh these are things that I'm I'm saying because I take them for granted and they're not always true a reptile face yes a reptilian look a long tail with like a stegosaurus type shit yes. going on like little spikes on oh the yeah okay. uh-huh yeah um yeah. talons talons uh, I do I do want to say um sitting on gold or treasure of course yes, very, inhabiting yes. a cave of some a kind cave. generally standard like go to um stereotypical dragon I think evil I think sure a menacing um uh, a creature who you'd think they're basically a foil for a hero uh, yes. yes very much yes. yeah um, um, also four legs, <clears throat> man eating. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah. Uh, Sheep eating and cattle the, eating as a well. A threat to a full village. Oh yeah. Possibly a threat to a full kingdom. Yeah. Kingdom. Depending kind on of the ultimate the foe. size of the dragon. Yeah. Also huge. Huge. Big, you should say. Yeah. Yes. Humongous. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm going to go ahead and say very wise. I was about to say very uh, intelligent. Very, yeah. Like wise yes. and old. Yes. Um. Often, uh, know the, uh, often like know what you're gonna do before you even do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, yeah. It you, can outwit you and yes. like outstrength you. Yes, everything yeah. it can out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel I want to go out on a limb here and suggest that Smaug is the archetypical dragon yeah. that we think you're not of even going out dragons. on a limb. That's well, um, in recent history, the archetype. So Middle yes. Ages, yeah. Yes, of course. I, I definitely associate <clears throat> a knight with a dragon. And there is a reason why. Well, I wish you would tell me. I just wish you. you would tell us. I'm going to tell you. So that is you. that is the, uh, the Middle Ages idea of a dragon. Mm-hmm. And guys, dragons have so existed research, since the beginning of time. The earliest attested dragons resembled, give it a guess, Snakes. Giant snakes. Gigantic snakes. Dragon-like creatures are first described in the mythologies of the ancient Near East mm. and appear in ancient Mesopotamian art and literature. And I'll get into some of those. Yeah, stories about storm gods slaying giant serpents occur throughout uh, nearly all Indo-European and Near Eastern mythologies. Mm-hmm. Um, I should, I'll also mention more but storm gods also because dragons are... Associated with water a lot of the time, which is counter what you'd think mm-hmm. because sure. fire breathing, yeah. right? That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Popular Western image of a dragon is winged, four legged, capable of breathing oh, fire. Yeah. They do have little like T Rex arms. Yeah. Right? Full invention of the High Middle Ages. <clears throat> based on a conflation of earlier dragons from different traditions. It's like an amalgamation of all these different things coming together, and I'm going to get into them all. I also want to say, I was thinking about dragon wings today, and oh, yeah? I feel yeah. like, if anything, they're kind of comparable to bat wings. Yeah. Like, yes. things that have wings yeah. are are traditionally birds, but I don't think of dragons having, like, feathers. No, it's definitely a leathery, yeah. like, skin type of thing. Yeah. There's a reason that you said bat wings. <laughs> Uh-oh. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. I wish you would tell I us. I'm going to tell, tell you all. Um, so... In Western cultures, dragons are portrayed as monsters to be tamed or overcome, like we said, right? A and foil to a hero. Often mm-hmm. films are made with instructions of how to tame. How to tame sure. a dragon. Or how right? to train, I'm sorry. 
How to tame a dragon is what we should make. That's the, you know how like. How to your pet dragon. Do you know how there's like that series of movies on Netflix that are like the, um, like tenth of a budget. Bless you. Can you shut up, please? So sorry, They're like the tenth of a budget version of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like like, called like goblins instead of trolls. Yeah, or like. There's one that's uh, like an Annabelle knockoff that's like. Anna Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tai Chi Panda. Or yeah. like Trans Changers or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, do, do, do. So, yeah, they're monsters usually fought by like saints or culture heroes of some kind, as in popular legend of St. George and the Dragon, mm-hmm. which I'll get into. Okay. Ooh, you're going to hear it. Fill the listeners in. Pizza yeah. just got here. We were yeah. going to eat because we were hungry. It was a um, sad misunderstanding. And there was a sad misunderstanding. I was clicking all the things to put on the pizza. Wow. And uh, they had said pep, peps, or something they, like that. They being, me had said pep peps. I thought. <laughs> and of I thought course Steph that also would said mean it. Yeah. peppers. Pepper, pepperonis. No, no, no. I think you may have even said peppers as. as a short version of pepperoni. I so I, I clicked peppers on the pizza, and we got a pizza with peppers. But I, don't we dislike, peppers. I don't dislike it. No, I don't dislike it. I like peppers, but pepperoni is so much fine. better. Guys, green for dragons. <clears throat> it is green for dragons. Green Pepperonis for dragons. are like little dragons. you got to show up Also, some or peppers are like little dragons, and some types of peppers are very hot, like dragons. Like dragons would be. Mm-hmm. Like dragons would be to do. <clears throat> yeah. What did you do while we were gone? <clears throat> Um, Do we miss I don't want to tell you. You'll see it when the podcast comes okay, out. We'll see I can't wait it to see when it. the podcast um, comes out. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick up right where we left off. Mm-hmm. Popular legend is Saint George and the Drag, yes. and I will tell you all about that later. Great, great. Ravenous yes. appetites, just like my two friends here, <laughs> live in caves where they hoard treasure. <gasps> Uh, these this specific kind of dragon appears a lot in fantasy literature of the West, mm-hmm. including the Hobbit. By J.R.R. Tolkien, mm-hmm. um, and all you know, everything else, Silmarillion, mm-hmm. yep, the Lord of the Rings. You were about to say Lord of the Flies, weren't you? I was trying to make. Like I was going to say the Fellowship of the Rings, but yeah, the Lord of the Fellowship, mm-hmm. um, Harry Potter series, and A Song of Ice and Fire by George R.R. R. Martin. Do you of feel course. like his middle initials weren't R.R. But he was like, I love J.R.R. Tolkien, so I'm just going to do that. Yeah, that guy's he. I mean, rightfully so, is, like, J.R.R. Tolkien is, like, his hero. Um, yeah, so he was like, mm, well, yeah. I guess my middle name is R.R. now. It is very suspicious. Who has right? two R middle names <laughs> yeah. and writes fantasy no, books? If I was like, guys, please start calling me Stephanie R.R. Fagan. I would disown me as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the word dragon. Mm. I think a lot of people... Uh, Okay, I'll get into the entomology in a second. But the word dragon also can um, has also come to be applied to the Chinese lung, which are associated with good fortune, luck dragon. I saw this, yeah. And are thought to have power over rain. So again, <clears throat> with the water stuff. Um, dragons and their association with, with rain are the source of the Chinese customs of dragon dancing and dragon boat racing. Lots of East Asian, Asian deities and demigods have dragons as their personal mountain companions. So this is super, super different from the Western idea of a dragon. Are you going to come back to tell me what dragon boat racing is? Yeah, a little okay. bit. But they're associated with deities and demigods, so they're worshipped instead of, like, reviled and fought and mm-hmm. killed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, huge disparity there. I feel like there's a dragon, maybe you know this, 
Is there a dragon? Some did the Monkey Kings at some point meet a dragon? Ooh. I don't actually know, but just because there was, I, I had fourteen hundred tabs open on my <clears> computer <throat> earlier. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do know the dragons are like the literal top notch animal kingdom mm. animal in um in terms of like yeah. Oh, um, Dragon Ball Z has a dragon. Calls at. Do you know Dragon Ball Z? I do know. Dragon if you get Ball all Z. the Dragon Balls, a dragon shows up and it gives you a wish. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. a show, <clears throat> not a game, right? Well, I think they've made games yeah. of it, and you I haven't watched. It? Okay. No, I've never played any of the games, and I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z since like middle school. My okay. brothers loved okay. it. <clears throat> that yeah. and that and Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, yeah. A I was lot never of dragons into, in that world. I, I was never into Yu-Gi-Oh. But that dragon was a was like a unquestionably benevolent dragon. Yeah, oh, it yeah. wasn't weird that's that that dragon was benevolent. There's tons of benevolent. Peach dragon, Elliot, bene- benevolent. Uh, uh, yeah. Puff the Magic, benevolent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of really good. Uh, Falcor, obviously, one of my top dragons of all time. Yeah. But uh, oh, I'm he saying, likes children. He, yeah, to yeah, quote Falcor, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The word dragon entered the English language in the early 13th century from Old French dragon, which in turn comes from Latin draconum. Would you, would you say enter the dragon? I would say enter the dragon, yes. 13th century, enter the dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'd say, I'd say it in a French accent, though. Could you help me out? Entree le dragon. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even an accent. <laughs> okay. Accents were never my thing. Uh, meaning, uh, so draconum meaning huge serpent. From ancient Greek, dracon, serpent, giant sea fish. Whoa. <laughs> uh, the Greek go. and Latin fish, term, water. yeah, referred to any great serpent, not necessarily mythological. Uh, it's probably also derived from this verb, dracomai, meaning I see. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And there's another thing, which I think I'll get into, where there was... Someone else was saying that there's another, oh shit, to see, and then there's another thing that I'll get to probably somewhere in here where there's another word that it derives from that it means to watch. Okay. So, I love that. Dragon-like creatures appear in virtually all cultures around the globe, Mm. which is like, they gotta be real, right? Nonetheless, scholars mm-hmm. dispute where the idea of a dragon originates from, and tons of theories have been proposed. Um, like I said, they were the like Eastern idea of a dragon was protected and feared, but they were like this thing that was held up on this, like they were sacred, right? They were so mm-hmm. wonderful, these beasts that could like kill you, but you respected them. As soon as Christianity came. They became aligned with Satan and Ooh, became evil. to hear that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they didn't, the idea of a dragon. Because of the snake? Why was that? Um, because snake? of the Bible. Well, yeah. like we'll anything that's it. a reptile is bad, right? Yeah. Pretty much. But also, Satan's called a dragon in uh, Revelation. So, mm. that also kind of does it. Uh, no. No, no, no. There's a, mm, a Lovecraft god named Dagon. Ooh. Which is dragon just without an R. Pretty close, yeah. 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 Also, if it's D-A-E, that's also how uh, the original Damon. word for demon, Damon, mm. is spelled. <clears throat> Damon Waynes. Yeah, Damon Waynes. <laughs> so in An Instinct for Dragons, published in 2000, 
Anthropologist David E. Jones suggests a hypothesis that humans, just like monkeys, have inherited instinctive reactions to snakes, large cats, and birds of prey. Mm-hmm. He cites a study which found that approximately 39 people in a hundred are afraid of snakes and notes that fear of snakes is especially prominent in children, even in areas where snakes are very rare, even if they've never seen a snake. And I think this is true of me. I think I was yeah. afraid of snakes before I saw an actual snake. Really? Yes. Are you afraid of snakes now? No. Uh, the earliest attested dragons all resemble snakes or no. bear snake-like qualities. Jones therefore concludes that the reason why dragons appear in nearly all cultures is because of a human's innate fear of snakes and other animals so like that are major predators. Knowledge of this predator. Yes. Can, like can, a, yeah. Can I? Uh, I just make sure we don't pass over something. That study does that imply that it has been researched that um, apes are afraid of snakes? Yes. Like, did that, does that mean that scientists have like? Had Control just like studies. chimpanzees or something in a room and like put in a snake and the chimpanzee like runs away. Probably. I think um, that, I think that, I that, that would, I don't think they'd need to study that that closely. Snakes do eat monkeys. They did do that myth bust about um, <laughs> yeah. elephants being afraid of mice. And that was proven. But, that they are? Yeah, that they are. Oh my God. But there was also, uh, remember when there was that trend of like putting a cucumber near a cat and watching it freak out? That was... No, what are you talking about? You'll see. We'll get into that. There was like a whole thing of like people were putting a cucumber <laughs> near their cat and the cat would flip out and run away. It looks like a snake. <laughs> but it was because it looks like a snake. Have they put cucumbers near monkeys is my question. I bet somebody has. Somebody's, Somebody's at somebody some point. Um, hey, listeners. Uh, I don't even know if, I can, if I'm allowed to do this, but hey, oh, yeah. listeners. Um, send an email to that's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Please. Um, to, uh, if you have evidence if of you people put putting... Cuke, if you have ever, if you've cuked near a, a chimp, <laughs> if you've cuked near a chimp, if you put a cuke near a chimp, if you've cuked any animal and they've responded poorly, uh, you got a lot of snow. Yeah. Also, if you if you do a cuke and it, it doesn't elicit a response, put googly eyes on the cuke. Oh yeah, that and then does see what happens, little, and then see what happens. Yeah, put a little tongue. interaction. Yeah. Yeah 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 a little yeah snaky yeah. Tongue. Uh-huh. yeah 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 yeah. So. So Dragons. So everyone knows, Stephanie is yet to crest page one. Not numero research. uno. Dragons are <clears throat> usually said to reside in dank caves, deep pools, wow yeah. mountain reaches, sea bottoms, haunted forests, all places. Haunted forests? Oh yeah. Never heard that one. Which would have been fraught with dangerous predators for humans. I gotta say, I honestly like if I was in a haunted forest. I almost would welcome a dragon. Yeah, I would be delighted to see a dragon. Yeah, I mean, that's the easiest way to die, I feel. That's yes. like, would you rather get stung by a thousand bees or just like a bear eats you? Yeah, I, I think a bear eats A you. bear, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because um, a dragon is like, that's a big scary lizard, it's going to breathe fire at me, all this stuff. It'll be over But you would at least recognize it as yes. like <clears throat> a physical being as opposed to like a forest full of ghosts. I would yes. also say an honorable death. Very honorable, um, yeah. Depends. So this other this other uh, work, the first fossil hunters, dinosaurs, mammoths, and myth in Greek and Roman times, also two thousand. Uh, I'd need all these books. Adrian Mayor argues that some stories of dragons may have been inspired by ancient discoveries of fossils belonging to dinosaurs like, and other yeah. prehistoric animals. I'm not sure about this one because That's in a lot of like Scandinavia, there were no there's no dinosaur remains mm. there, and there are dragon stories. But the stories could spread from the rest of Europe, right? Far and wide, yeah. No, these originate 
in Scandinavia for oh. the most part. Um, I guess, I mean, like, I don't know how, but like, moms. an Indo-European dragon story would have gotten up to Scandinavia. Do you know what I mean? There mm. are plenty of I think whales. undersea all the, creatures all the, that we don't even know about that probably were littering the beach with bones back then. I'm just the saying Scandinavia, barren of large fossils. But all the Indo-European languages have the same word for oak tree. Get out of here, Zach! I'm not kidding. It's what? True. Yeah. So what is linguists it? think that like Indo-Europeans originated from this like area. I want to say in like Eastern Russia. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I don't know what the actual word is, but I think it's something similar to oak. Okay. So they think it's like an area with oak trees. Also, Wait, all the Indo-European languages <clears throat> have similar word words for horse-related stuff. That doesn't make that doesn't that doesn't weird me out because like, wouldn't it make sense that a place that has an oak tree? Would tell a place that doesn't how to say oak tree. But couldn't you also say that a place that has dragon myths would tell a place that doesn't have dragon myths? How they to- have dragon myths. They don't have fossils. Oh. Well, <laughs> right, they have dragon myths because they got spread from... Um, no, because the myth would be the same. And the myths are very different. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the holes that I find in, in this argument. And she does say this is that's true. Scandinavia doesn't have any large <clears throat> fossils. Um, in one of her later books, she that. says yeah. many dragon images around the world were based on folk knowledge and exaggerations of living reptiles, though, mm-hmm. such as Komodo dragons, Gila monsters, iguanas, alligators, mm-hmm. or in California, alligator lizards. Can I say one more thing about Scandinavia, though? Yeah. I feel like they're much more into um, giants and trolls than they are dragons. You'd think that. Like, okay, sorry. You'd think that, wouldn't you? I would think I mean, think about, I mean, I can name one Norse hero that's all about fucking dragons. Who? Beowulf. Grendel was a dragon? No, how does Beowulf die, Zach? Oh, at the end. Yeah. Oh, guys, yeah. I, do I don't know. I didn't, make it past the, I didn't make it past the first 20 pages of Beowulf. Yeah, actually, Grendel's Beowulf. mom was a dragon. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah. Burn huh? What? No. I was just I was just making a Beowulf joke. I didn't Dude, let's fucking let's fucking um, roast Beowulf. Let's yeah. Riff on let's Beowulf. Fucking do it. Still, yeah. Fucking rule for 50 years, think you can take on a dragon by yourself? <laughs> fucking dumb. Dumbass. Yeah, Shit. I'm going to talk about Beowulf in a little bit. Guys, Mesopotamia. Let's talk about it. Sumerian poetry. Uh-huh. Mm. Great kings are often compared to the, here I go, Usumgal, a gigantic serpentine monster. You want some grips? You want some grips? Thank you. A dragon-like creature with the four parts, which is a word that I've never used, but I'm going to start saying four parts a lot, of a lion and the hind legs and tail and wings of a bird. Wait, what's the four parts? A torso? Yeah, it's just the front. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to start saying that too. Abs or That's amazing. It's like, like fucking the flank and like torso the up. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Like front half and then mm. it's the opposite of hind. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, F-O-R-E. Huh? F O R E parts. Yes. I also thought four. I was hearing it as F O U R. Like, oh, like, sure, like, the four most important parts. <laughs> mm. Oh. Head, middle. <laughs> God part. damn it, guys. <laughs> you guys. No, no. The four parts. <laughs> dick part. Uh, the dick part and the dick part. It appears in Mesopotamian <clears throat> artwork from the Akkadian period. That's going to be around. 
Oh, I'm going to say 2200 BC, mm-hmm. the, give and take a couple hundred, mm-hmm. until the Neo-Babylonian period. That's going to be around 625 BC, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. The dragon's usually shown with its mouth open. Interesting. Interesting. In the artwork, it may have been known as the, oh man, Umu Nairo, which means roaring weather beast. Oh, wow. Oh, weather so beast. Good. The Roaring Weather Beast. Like Alexa. Guess what? <laughs> uh, did Egypt have a dragon? Did well, it? of course it didn't have a dragon. Yep. <gasps> oh, what? Dad! The Egyptian mythology. In Egyptian mythology, a pep is a great giant star pep. <laughs> did you say a pep? A pep. A P E P. Oh, that's what a we pep. tried to order on our pizza. A pep. <laughs> One pepperoni, the <laughs> mythological <laughs> Egypt giant, one pepperoni, who resides in the Duat, the Egyptian underworld. Mm. You know all of this, probably. Robin, she loves Egyptian mythology. I do like Egypt. Yeah. The Bremner Rind Papyrus, <laughs> I don't know how to, if that's how you pronounce that. That's going to be, that's going to be clocking in at about 310 BC. Preserves an account of a much older Egyptian tradition that uh, the setting of the sun is caused by Ra descending into the Duat to battle Apep. Oh. Yeah. And wait, can I ask, do you know about the specific features of Apep? Well, it's about as long as the height of eight men with a head made of flint. Oh, wow. A head made of flint? Yes, and it's a giant serpent. Um, Oh, I guess... The head is flint, okay. And the head head is is flint. The head is flint. The head is flint, but I guess that would explain the fire, right? Yeah, well, thunderstorms (laughs) and earthquakes were thought to be caused by Apep's roar. Mm. And solar eclipses, which this isn't only just in Egypt. I'll get into Solar eclipses were always blamed on dragons for some reason. Were thought to be the result of Apep attacking Ra during the daytime. And Ra being like, it's day! It's day, Apep! This isn't when we do this, Apep! That's I want to fight, Ra! Look what you've done to the sun! What? Oh, shit, sorry. I'll move out of the way. <laughs> in some don't look, don't, Nobody down on Earth look at us! <laughs> I'm very embarrassed! Or I will blind you! Oh, my God. Is that Apep's... Uh, or is that, is that Ra's voice? That's a pep. That's a pep. Yeah, a pep is very embarrassed. There's another giant serpent whose name I'm going to butcher, Nehebkau, who guards the Dua and aids Ra in his battle against a pep. And he's like, I hate this other serpent. Okay. This do, other serpent. So he has a helper? <clears throat> yes. Do we know, do, does a pep and what was it? Nehebkau. Nehebkau. Do these guys have like wings? No, they're just serpents. They're, they're just, just giant like big serpents. serpents. In fact, this other one, Nehebkau, is so big that in some stories the entire world is resting on top of his coils. Ooh. Oh. It's like turtles all the way down. Like, yeah, turtles yeah. all the way down. Here's <clears> where <throat> here's where it gets uh, biblical, everyone. Ah. Finally. Y'all yeah. know about Leviathan? No. Heard heard the name before. You've heard the name Leviathan before. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it like so Cloverfield? In, uh, it's exactly like Cloverfield. It's pretty dope. There's, there's this three thing called movies the movies that are. There's three different Bible passages that are like, like yeah, a little you know, bit related, the, but like you're not sure if like how exactly they're related. One yeah, of the Bible like passages got is on like one Easter through eight. fourteen. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> one of the Bible passages is on like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. It was in the Dead Sea Scrolls, so it's not technically really part attention. of the Bible. Yeah. And yeah. yay, did John Goodman build a bunker? <laughs> and yay, that movie was good. <laughs> yeah, that one was good. I left work to see that. There, that's uh, true. Yeah. There's this thing called the Ugaritic Ball Cycle. Uh, in this thing, the sea dragon, its name is Lutanu. 
is described as, hi, maybe, as, quote, the twisting serpent, the powerful one with seven heads. Fucking unquote. fuck. That's that sounds sick. like a hydra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, in this cycle, it's uh, slain by a storm god, Baal. B-A apostrophe A-L? B-A-A-L. Okay, wait, I thought Baal was an evil guy. I don't know, maybe. <coughs> storm god, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. I don't. I don't know a, a, a lot about this one. Okay. In some uh, other stories, it's said that he's instead slain by a virgin warrior goddess named Anat. Anat. Yeah. Who's like, I'm a virgin. <laughs> and then she just skills. She was an incel. Yeah, I'm she an kills incel. the incel. <laughs> QAnon. <laughs> However, in the Book of Psalms, the sea dragon Leviathan. So hmm. this is pr- pretty much stealing the name a little bit, or like. Uh, Lotanu is thought to come, like, be the impetus for Leviathan, mm-hmm. um, is slain by, I'm going to say it, Yahweh, the <gasps> national... Don't you dare invoke Yahweh in this Jewish ever. home. Uh, the national god of the kingdoms of Israel and Judah mm-hmm. as part of the creation <laughs> of the world. I know that that's what it is, but I've never heard somebody <laughs> describe it as the national god. The national What's god. What's national god? Yeah. <laughs> the national god. Um, it's true. In Isaiah 27.1, can I say it again? Yeah, no, I'll just say God's destruction of Leviathan is foretold <clears throat> as part say of uh, Yahweh's impending overhaul of the universal order. Also, features heavily in Job, contains a detailed description of a Leviathan, um, described also as being so powerful that only Yahweh can overcome it. Does that Leviathan Here's the quote. have... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, quote... Its back has rows of shields, <gasps> tightly oh, that's sealed. Where scale is. Yeah, yeah, that's tightly, like scales. Rows of shields, tightly sealed together. Each is so close to the next that no air can pass between. They are joined fast to one another. They cling together and cannot be parted. Its snorting throws out flashes of light. <gasps> its eyes Fire. are like the rays of dawn. Whoa. Flames. Stream from its mouth. Whoa. Sparks of fire shoot out. Smoke pours from its nostrils. We didn't even mention that, but yeah, that's like a Western dragon image. Yeah. Yeah. As from a boiling pot over burning reeds. This isn't the Its breath sets coals ablaze and flames dart from its mouth. That book sounds awesome. Wow. I gotta read that book. I do hate to say it, but Old Testament is chock full of dope shit like this, you guys. Yeah. Um... It's definitely the cool part. Yeah. In the story of Bell and the Dragon from the apocryphal additions to Daniel, the prophet Daniel sees a dragon being worshipped by the Babylonians. <clears throat> Daniel makes, quote, cakes of pitch, fat, and hair, and the stupid dragon eats them and bursts open. That's, That's on the dragon. Interesting. That's on the dragon. That is on the dragon. Pitch, fat, so and It's the fat. It's the fat, fat is why. And hair? Yeah. <sighs> I would say maybe it's the hair. Yeah, that's I think it's the gross. fat. Sounds like a dragon has zero hair on its body. It sounds like hair would be an incredibly it would alien really bind substance. It up. Yeah. No, I think it's the fat, guys. I think that hair is just like, like part of eating a, eating people, but like they want the fat. I would say. Oh, that makes sense. It could sense. be the tar. It could, it could be the tar. Uh, now, here's my argument. I'm still I'm still a hair boy. Um, okay. Uh, I would say uh, I'm still on team hair because okay. I would yeah. um, argue that 
Pitch is to lure the dragon in. Dragon's like, pitch, yum, I, that's flammable. I can eat that. I love eating that. But he can't. It explodes. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe the fat. <laughs> the fat. The fat. Yeah, yeah, the dragon's like, yum, yum, yum. I love the fat. That's what I said. But wait, if the dragon, <laughs> right, the dragon wants to eat the fat. Yeah. But I'm saying the hair is what killed it because the pitch holds oh. the hair to the fat. Okay, I was I was arguing the fat is the luring bait. Do we think I that completely it agree with okay. you. Or Great. that it just like. I think it chokes on it. Like a stone. Now, you try to kill a cat-based creature with hair, that thing can handle it. You try to kill a uh, reptile creature with hair, that's the way to go. That's exactly right. Which, actually, I have stuff that I bet you also (gasps) have about how to kill a dragon. I actually don't. Okay. We'll get into that because also, I'm like... Ugh, I'm just so sick of people killing dragons, but and we'll get into it. Of the three creatures that ha- have been involved in the various chimeras that I researched, the one with hair is the one that kills um, the other ones. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, I'll get into it later. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. I didn't I do any research. You really are a hair boy. <laughs> so you know. You're just having a fun time. It's fine. I'm just listening. <clears throat> ancient Greek and Rome. Let's mm. get into it. Yeah. Let's do it. The first mention of a dragon in ancient Greek literature occurs in the Iliad, in <gasps> which Agamemnon really? is described as having a blue dragon motif on his sword belt. That is sick. And an well. emblem of a three-headed yeah. dragon on his breastplate. <laughs> Agamemnon seems Like uh, Daenerys. Yeah, exactly like the Targaryen sigil. A lot like Daenerys. In Theogony, a Greek poem written in the 7th century BC by the uh, poet mm, Hesiod? I don't know. Mm -hmm. The Greek god Zeus battles the monster Typhon, who has 100 serpent heads that breathe fire. so many. Yes, and speak all kinds of frightening animal noises. Oh, God. That's the the best. That's the best monster. Wait, so what was the name of that monster? Typhon. Typhon. I gotta write that down. Yeah. Like Typhon Lannister. Yeah, can you imagine like, bat, 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 and then like a cricket. Whale sounds. Yeah, whale sounds. Yeah. Yes, cows, cows, every every kind of animal. It's almost all barnyard then. A fisher cat. Listeners, listeners, what animals do you know the sound? Write in, sound off. Uh, That's the podcast at gmail.com. Write in an animal noise, and that's all in the body and the email. Um, Zeus scorches all the Typhon heads with his lightning bolts, then hurls Typhon into Tartarus, which is like sick. Tartarus. Yes. Is that like a tartar sauce? Is that like a fish? No. Is that like a tasty? I'll get into Tartarus another time. I can't get into every single Greek myth today. Okay. In the Homeric hymn to Apollo, the god Apollo uses his poisoned arrows to slay the serpent Python, which, yeah, that's where the name for pythons come from, uh, who has been causing death and pestilence in the area around Delphi. Delphi? Mm. Delphi? Delphi? Delphi. Delphi. Apollo then sets up his shrine there. Cool. Oh, that's why... That's where the Oracle of Delphi That's why the Oracle is there? Exactly right. But first he is to kill a a drag. Mm. Heracles, Roman equivalent is Hercules. Oh, boy. Slew the... Don't get her started, (laughs) man. He slew the Hydra. Yes. A multi-headed serpent which dwelt in the swamps swamps of Lerna. This is the second of the 12 labors of Heracles, by the way. Didn't he have to burn each, like, stalk to keep it from growing back? Ooh, like the next stock? 
<clears throat> like I think, I think, think he would right. cut off the. Th- I think the thing with a hydra is you cut off one of its oh, heads and it, and it grows just back grows like a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or I think maybe just two per. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like gray, like pulling gray hairs out yeah. of your head. That may be. <laughs> I actually say? don't know if that that's actually yeah that's insane. no that's bullshit. But uh, um, never heard. I actually didn't look enough into this because I just got so obsessed with how. Hercules is used as the catch-all now. Listener, um, she was overcome by this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but all I know is that Greek hydra means water snake. Oh Greek. man, that makes sense. Like fire hydra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hydra. Uh, I was yes. gonna say. Um, I feel like it needs to just. For me, it's a little bit of an elephant slash dragon in the room. Um, that we because we haven't mentioned it, we'll just get it out of the way now. Um, part of why I also think that's the thing with Hercules or Heracles about um, uh, having to like burn the the stalk of the dragon head is because when you're fighting a Hydra in the game Dungeons and Dragons, oh, yes, D and D, if you use fire damage on it, it yeah. can't regenerate its heads. Oh, Good to know. Okay. Good to know. That was our dungeon master just Good giving us away. a little bit of a I just realized as I surprise. said that. I shouldn't away, have said that. I'll now forget I'm, it right I'm away. Make you guys fight it. I'll forget right it right away. Okay. Um, so, okay. The 5th century BC, Greek historian Herodotus yep. is reported in book whatever this Roman numeral is of his histories. Let me see it. Five? <laughs> where, you know I'm Roman numeral blind. Five? That's four. Okay. Why did you think it was five? Just out of curiosity. Um, because I don't know Roman numerals. Okay, okay, okay. That's a good guess. I mean, five is like a good guess. I don't know. Is five just the V? Yeah. Okay. Why would they have two things before the V and then V is higher? The number that's before it is taken away from the number after. Incredibly intuitive. Nope, but not for the first three. That's right. Well, yeah, of course not. What if one was... How am I supposed to know starting at four? the larger number. It's taken away from the larger number. But how am I supposed to know starting at four? Why isn't three then, I don't like, know. V in French, minus two of these? In French, A is two. 25s. Like, I don't know. I've always be, been against Roman numerals. I guess the thing is, V like, three, if you wrote it, wrote it as 11V, or IIV. Four or five, it, sorry. It would be um, uh, it would be the same number of characters. So why not yeah. just make them going up until it's more characters? Yeah, but I my my thing is as soon as the rule can be instated, do mm-hmm. that rule. Which rule? So as soon as something can be subtracted from something else, make then, that the rule. But if that's the case, then why isn't one I I I? IV. Exactly right. Exactly right, Zach. Exactly right. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Look, I just want to say I don't think they're going to change <clears throat> it. On the record, I'm against Roman numerals. We could petition. We could just start a change.org. Yeah, and I usually love esoteric stuff, but I fucking hate Roman numerals. On my birthday, everybody donates to a special Roman numeral thing. I want runes to come back, and that's all I'm going to mm. use. All right. Um, so anyway, Herodotus in this book... Four of his histories that Western Libya was inhabited by monstrous serpents. And in book three, which is just three ones, he states that Arabia... That's book six. Oh, ...was home to many small-winged serpents, which came in a variety of colors and enjoyed the trees that produced... And... Okay, yeah. And what? enjoyed the trees that produced frankincense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
dragons. So it was small, like these dragons love frankincense. <clears throat> small winged serpent. Guess what? Herodotus remarks that the serpent's wings were like those of bats. Wow. There we go. There we go. Maybe could have been two interesting bats. He might have been seeing some life. special yeah, bats. Yeah, fruit bats. <laughs> I mean, oh, sure. yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, he was just seeing bats. But yeah, since you grew BC, bats, that's why probably. you think it's, that's why they have bat wings now. A bat like a sweet thing and incense is sweet. You already get into Germanic mythology? You know I am. I know that's where Zach lives in his mind almost every day. Mm-hmm. In Norse Riding mythology, shout forest. out to the Norsemen, I love you wherever you are. Um, there's this, no okay. Jormungandr? Is a, yeah. that's gotta be that close. Word. Oh, that's just four. That's read as four. <laughs> God damn it's, you. It's spelled like Jormungandr. It could have been pronounced Jormungandr. It's uh, just J. Jormungandr. <laughs> J man. Is a giant serpent that encircles the entire realm of Mjolgaro. Why? I don't know. In the sea around it. <laughs> According to the Glafengning. From the Prose Edda, written by the 13th century Icelandic uh, mythographer Snorri Sturluson. <laughs> I can't hear this. Snorri Sturluson. He was one of 12 brothers. Yes. All named Snorri. Snorris, Snorrit, Snorri, Snorras. <laughs> Thor, the Norse god of thunder, once went out on a boat with the giant uh, Himnir to the outer sea and fished for Jormungandr using an ox head as bait. Thor mm. caught the serpent and after pulling its head out of the water, smashed it with his hammer. Wow. wow. Snorri states that the blow was not fatal. <clears throat> and uh, men say that he struck the head of the sea uh, beast, but it just like sank down and that the serpent still lives like in the seas, but it's just like kind of a little shy and scared of Thor. It's shy yeah. now? It's mm. shy and scared of Thor. Um, two things. One is that makes the most sense of all the myths that we've heard so far because there 100% is something that looks just like a dragon in the ocean. I would bet oh, so much money on it. Um, 100%. But the other thing I wanted to say is I really love the image of Thor just sitting in like a like a rowboat with like fishing, yeah, with like a fishing pole, and there's hanging being over like yeah. bong. Okay, back to shore, I guess, with a friendly giant. Off I go. Yeah, and being like, like I didn't get it. So I guess fishing go. Fishing bonk. Okay, back to shore, I guess. That's fun. That's really fun. Watch next. <laughs> Towards the end of the old English epic poem Beowulf, <gasps> a slave steals a cup from the horde of a sleeping dragon. This is a. Uh, Creeping by a sleeping dragon to steal treasure is another like whole motif on my bucket. Oh yeah, mm. uh, and it's well, especially and Tolkien, in Norse songs. Tolkien straight up translated Beowulf. Yes, oh, really? About translations. You know he yeah. straight up did it, um, causing the dragon to wake up and go on a rampage of destruction across the countryside. The eponymous hero of the poem, Beowulf, insists on confronting the dragon alone, even though he is very old at this point. He's mm. Ruled for 50 years now, and that's, like, plus when he settled and, like, became mm. in charge. Some people don't know how to ask for help. You know what, though? Oh, you know what, who comes to his aid? Wheelath. <laughs> Wheelath, the youngest of the 12 warriors, Beowulf has brought with him, insists on accompanying his king into the battle. Mm. Beowulf's uh, short sword shatters during the fight, and he is mortally wounded, but Wheelath comes to his rescue and helps him slay the dragon. He dies and tells Wheelof that the dragon's treasure must be buried rather than shared mm. with the cowardly 
ugly warriors who did not come to the aid of their king. Hmm. And he's right. In a lot of ways, this is a lot Jesus-y because he has 12 warriors mm-hmm. and Snorri. only one. And then he said, we laugh, we laugh. you will, uh, before the, the crow crows three times, or I guess the rooster crows three times, you will, you will betray me thrice. Um, Do you think Beowulf? Wait, who said that? that? Beowulf or Jesus? Both. Okay, I want to come back to roosters crowing. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of similarities. Not the basis, but, like, there's stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Put a pin in roosters crowing. Oh, Oh, I know what that pin's for. Don't you worry, you little head. Mm -hmm. Beowulf dies and tells Wheelof. Okay, yeah, I already said that. Doo-dee-doo. In the Old Norse uh, Volsunga saga, the hero Sigurd catches the dragon Fafnir, who is a great dragon, mm. by digging a pit between the cave where he lives and the spring where he drinks water, which is a classic. Huh? It's a Does big move. this dragon not have wings? He's just lumbering between, like, a little area. No, I think river. he, like... <clears throat> also, I think build that your damn house next to your water source. That's like, that's like having to go, like, three blocks away it's to crazy. go to the bathroom or brush your teeth. Yeah. Come on. I guess in a lot of ways you're right. I think he just like pisses him off and he ended up killing him by stabbing him in the underbelly. The dragon. That's Mm -hmm. the softest part of the dragon. At the advice of Odin, Sigurd drains Fafnir's blood and drinks it, which gives him the ability to understand the language of birds. (laughs) Did not see coming. Who he hears. Which he immediately regrets. All the birds are just saying, hey! Hey, hey, what's up? Hello, somebody fuck me. Somebody fuck me. You would think. But instead he hears them talking about how his mentor, Regan, is plotting to betray Mm. him. Not a fucking chance a bird is. So that he can keep all of Fafnir's treasure for himself. I think the birds might. Bird doesn't know the word betray. (laughs) No, but they know betray in their language, which he can now speak. Okay. I think a bird well, would betray very birds well. Don't give a shit Many about birds are dumb dumb. Birds are reading the Guardian. I'd like to remind you that I just told you he killed a dragon and drank its blood, and mm. this is the part sure. you find uh, tough to believe. I've known a lot of birds, dude. I'm just telling you what I know. Okay. Yeah. The motif of a hero is trying to sneak past a sleeping dragon and steal some of its treasure is common throughout old Norse <clears throat> sagas. They love to creep and crawl. We approach page three. P- page three. Eleven. I'm not apologizing at all. <laughs> we've we've crested it, everyone. Mm-hmm. Medieval Western Europe. Oh. Here we are. <laughs> yes. Medieval Western Europe. The modern Western image of a dragon <laughs> developed in Western Europe during the Middle Ages through mm. the combination of the snake-like dragons of classic Greco-Roman literature, references to Near Eastern European dragons preserved in the Babel, and Western European folk tradition. Mm. The period between the 11th and 13th centuries represents the height of European interest in dragons as living creatures for so many reasons. Wait, the period between the 11th and 13th centuries, you said? Yeah. And then does it also have an asterisk and say, then the period between the... 21st and yeah. 22nd centuries and also, also the current was a revival day. Really thanks intense. to I have hit a whole, series Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I have a modern day dragon time uh-huh. reference in here for sure, but this is medieval times. Okay. The 12th century Welsh monk Geoffrey of Monmouth recounts a famous legend <clears throat> in his history. Spe- uh, would you mind spelling Geoffrey for us, please? Is it Geoff? G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. I think that's impor- an important distinction to make. Um, I agree. On a, in an audio context. I for sure agree. It would be shocking to see an ancient Jeffrey with a J. <laughs> that would be insane. How old day to you? I, Jeff be my you name. You may call me yeah. Jeff. You may Jeff. call me Jeff. 
Um, basically, this whole thing is that they were trying to build a tower, and it keeps on being swallowed in, into the ground because there's two uh, dragons that Ugh. live underneath underneath it in a pool sleeping. Um, once they drain the pool and expose the dragons, they start to fight. There's a red dragon and a white dragon. Uh, Merlin mm. delivers a prophecy that the white dragon will triumph over the red, symbolizing <clears throat> England's conquest over Wales. Great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But declares that the red dragon will eventually return and defeat the white. This is a popular thing through the 15th century. Wait, that never happened. Wales never defeated did England. It? I don't no, know. no, I don't not so. in any way, shape, or form. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, Wales, but mm-hmm. yeah, no. Like if it was Scotland, I'd be like, okay, there are a couple ways that that makes sense. No, but the prophecy has yet to be fulfilled. It's, there's still time. Yeah, the red dragon's on its way. Oh my god, I Brexit. Like that's what's gonna happen. That's oh Brexit. God. That's the red dragon. <laughs> oh wait, guys, I don't know how I didn't mention this. Oh but, yeah. You mentioned uh, it last episode. I did mention it last episode, but I do wanna say that before we even decided we were doing this, I did double Nyquil myself, and that is now called Riding the Dragon. So just just wanna say that in the context of this episode, I think you understand why. I think you understand why that's riding the dragon. <laughs> Uh, so there's that uh, no, you're not gonna understand. I mean, there's the, a lot of ways that it's exactly the same. The oldest recognizable image of, of a fully modern Western dragon Ooh. appears in a hand painted illustration by the bestiary M.S. Harley. Do you know what a bestiary is? We should Catalog start collecting these. Yes, I was Basically. looking at a couple of these bestiaries. Explain today. it. Yeah, tell her mm-hmm. more. It's like a, uh, it's almost like an encyclopedia for beasts. Got it. And a lot of them were like, like this is a salamander, but like this is a dragon. Like, yeah, yeah. I found a great one that was like a bestiary of like ancient Greek and Roman things. It's so. And they had like a phoenix, and they had a manticore. Have you seen the one of things that like are fantastical creatures that don't exist, and nobody can like figure out who wrote or drew it, and what or where it came from? No. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think you sent me an article. I forget what it's called. I'll find it. Um, it's great, but that yeah, it's like a, a mystery bestiary that yeah. nobody can understand where it came from. It's great. Um, so this illustration, this is from um, twelve sixty AD. The dragon in the illustration has two sets of wings. Its tail is longer <coughs> than most modern depictions of dragons. Two sets of wings? Is one smaller than the other? Yeah, that's what it says here. I wonder how that that that's uh, you know. I might be wrong. Far that seems think like of think of like a butterfly. Zach, think of a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking of? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that it technically has two wings, but it's like <clears throat> it's in sections. Oh, it's like that. Okay, yeah, okay, I okay. think it's like that. That works for me. Um, do dee do babu dee. Sorry, I'm sorry I for interrupting. No, it's fine. Um, it it clearly displays a lot of the same distinctive features of a modern day dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, also. In this time, they're generally depicted as living in rivers or having mm. an underground lair or cave. Mm. So oh, still cave. That's very yeah. classic. Yeah. classic. Envisioned as greedy and gluttonous with, mm-hmm. obviously, crazy appetites. They're pizza fiends. And are often identified with Satan. Yeah. There he is. Due to the references to Satan as a dragon in the Book of Revelation. Mm. The 13th century golden legend written in Latin records the story of St. Margaret of Antioch. A virgin martyr. Oh, only, I know St. Margaret. can kill dragons. Tell yes. Me, tell me. She got, I, I know this from um, other research because that's one of the saints that yes. Joan of Arc uh, thought oh. she talked to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
She uh, apparently got swallowed by a dragon, and she, um, like, clawed her way out from the inside of its stomach using her crucifix. What? This says that all she did was make the sign of the cross. Not the one I read. The one I read was that she scraped the walls of its stomach from inside with her cross. That's so cool. This actually says that she she made the sign of the cross in the dragon's stomach. Hell fucking yes. Like yeah. Yes. Just like like tore a crucifix into the stomach of the dragon. Yeah. What a badass thing to do. And she emerged unharmed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking dope. What a hero. As I said, only virgins can kill dragons. This is not true. Here we go, St. George and the Dragon. I'm still in the running. This, this is, is probably the, honestly the, most the one classic. that all have been waiting for, I think. Yeah, St. George and the Dragon. Yeah. Most famous version of the story of the Golden Legend holds that a dragon kept pillaging the sheep of the town of Selene in Libya. <laughs> After it ate a young shepherd, the people were forced to placate it by leaving two sheep as sacrifice mm-hmm. offerings every morning beside the lake where the dragon lived. Eventually, Dragon ate all the sheep, and the people were forced to start offering it their own <gasps> children. No. One day, why wouldn't they try other animals first? <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? The pigs? No, get the kids out Give there. The kids. I think this is meant to say all their cattle were gone. Okay. Uh, uh, one day, the king's own kind. daughter came up in the offering. They would have said kind back then. Yes, 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 yes. Sure. <laughs> cool. Cool. Of course. Uh, so his, the king's daughter came up in the lottery, uh, and Good despite God. the king's pleas for her life, she was dressed as a bride for some reason. Wow. <laughs> no. And chained to a rock beside the lake to be eaten. We've all seen Very so classic. many depictions of this. Can yeah. I also say, I, like, you know, of course I don't want her to be eaten, but can I say kudos to them for having a lottery? For, like, I the know. king. Like, like, the corruption of the king was like, well, my daughter can't be eaten by it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the book, The Lottery, right there. Oh, my God. Shirley wow. Jackson. It's mm-hmm. important to um, keep it fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, that's a very fair way to do it. If, like, even the nobility um, or the aristocracy They were like, fine, she'll die, but she will be dressed like a bride. She will be <laughs> dressed FYI. like a bride. Yeah, the other ones didn't get to get dressed up so like she, she will was never like, get to be wed. I want like, to see well, my daughter no in a bridal what, today's dress. today's my day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, a dragon shower. <laughs> it's nice. I like thinking of it being taking like, it away from me. She is like, I demand to wear a bride gown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine, Dad. Fuck you, but today is my special day. Yeah, I'm do. I'm still going to Nashville. First. I'm not going. I'm not going. Yeah, uh, fine, I'll go, but I'm gonna wear my dress. Guys, chained to a rock beside hashtag. the lake to be eaten. <laughs> hashtag. hashtag what? You gotta say. Hashtag, hashtag dragging me across way. the threshold. Oh. God damn it. Okay, guys. Then St. George arrived and saw the princess. When the dragon arrived to eat her, he stabbed it with his lance, which is a a weapon not yet used on dragons, Mm. and subdued it by making the sign of the cross and tying the princess's (laughs) girdle around its neck. What? He stabbed... What? What? Yeah, wait. I have so many questions about this. Wait, he hung... He hung the girl from the dragon's neck? No. Wait, what? Can you repeat that? He did yeah. the sign of the cross, and then he hung the what from its neck? He subdued it by making the sign of the cross and tying the princess's <clears throat> girdle around its neck. Oh, girdle. Oh. I thought you said what's girl. A, what's a girdle? Robin? Well, <laughs> the way I know a girdle traditionally is similar to a corset, but that can't be right. I see. It's basically just, like, clothes. Uh-huh. Okay, I have a couple questions. A, um, this is in Libya this is taking place? 
And St. George is the patron saint of Angoland. Yeah. Do they have a legend? So is Saint was Saint George a Libyan man? Because that would um, be interesting. Well, I I may answer that soon. I don't okay. think so. I okay, think okay. he's passing through. Oh, like he's a crusader, maybe? Yeah, I think he's okay. passing through. Got it. Um, he was not of this township. And then my other question is, um, he stabbed it with the lance and then subdued it by making the sign of a cross. Yes, it, it merely wounded wow. it, made the sign of the cross. Dude. Yeah. Do you, how do you think he made the sign of the cross? Do, do you, you think, think he, he just, stabbed it into it? That would be really cool. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't think he did. Zorro, I think he was just like, yeah. like doing a bunch of this and then like feeling up the princess, ripping her girdle off Ew. and being like, here we go. I'm going to make a, much of a, hero a leash. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, St. George probably was Why would the dragon give a shit if you did a cross in front of it? Because it's aligned with no, Satan. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, it's I the know. whole point of uh, the medieval times. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the now docile dragon is led into town by St. George and the princess, uh, and George promises to kill it if the townspeople oh. convert to Christianity. Oh, oh okay. I thought you were going to say if, if she married him. No, in some, of the, in some of the stories they get married, but in most of them, he just continues wandering. And He's like, y'all Christians? All right. Kills the dragon. He's like, peace. I never knew that this was the story. I just assumed St. George, there's some dragon, probably in Wales, that he just, like, rode over to, like, you know, keeping it in England. But I didn't realize St. George is, like, already, like, since the Middle <laughs> Ages, the English have been, like, colonization. That's our guy. Yeah. That's oh, our dude. Are you Let me tell you that yes. I, I have never heard of St. George or, or this story at all. Um. Oh. So, well, you've the, probably seen a lot of artwork of it, though. Probably. The red cross sure. on the white background, that's St. George's uh, sign. That's okay. Georgie. That's and a that sigil. Combined, this is, uh, tell me if you already know this, but that combined with St. Andrew's cross, the uh, white on the blue background, which is the Scottish oh, okay. one, okay. that's the Union Jack. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now you now know. Now I know. Now and I know. one of them is a fucking dragon slayer. <laughs> Noise. Uh, yeah, so he kills it with a, with a sword. With a sword. Mm-hmm. Kills it with a sword. Um, dragons are also prominent in medieval heraldry. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is probably because of all the um, all the beast books that were coming out. Um, Uther Pendragon mm-hmm. was famously crazy that this has the name dragon in it. Said to have two gold dragons crowned uh, with red standing back to back on his royal coat of arms. And Do you think he a- renamed himself Pendragon? Um, I think yeah. There was a the, it's the dragons really easy to rename yourself yeah. back then. The dragons were famously each holding a sharpie, um, hence the pen. Pen dragon. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. They had tiny uh, one, RSVP so fine point pen. <laughs> yeah. Originally, heraldic <laughs> dragons could have any number of legs, but by the late Middle Ages, due to the widespread pro- proliferation like, of bestiaries, okay, let us do any number of legs. Mm. I'm gonna do. Uh, well, they started distinguishing between a dragon four legged. And a vivern, which had two legs. Oh, I was honestly about to ask you the difference. That was like on my list of questions for you, Steph. Yes, so they have two legs. They're associated with viciousness, envy, and pestilence. So this is like kind of, um, I think this is a more Norse one as well, but I can't tell Mm. if I'm just thinking that because there's a W in it and Mm. a V. Mm. Um, Can I ask another distinction? mm Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to touch on the difference between a drake and a dragon? Do you know? No. 
I might have something in my one email to myself about that. Okay. Um, I also want to say that late medieval heraldry also distinguishes a dragon-like creature known as a... Cockatrice? Cockatrice! And I think that Zach's going to take it away. This is what I did research on. Um, okay, so, cockatrice. Um, guys, what do you pick? Do you picture anything when you picture a cockatrice? Peen. A rooster. Um, <laughs> yeah, a rooster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trisha, someone named Trisha. Trish, mostly. So Trish. a cockatrice is famously the combination of a rooster's head on Trisha's body. <laughs> um, uh, a cock- Okay, so a cockatrice is an actuality. Um, it's a rooster or a cockerel's head. Yeah. Uh, on And often like a cockerel's legs as well. On a serpent's body. Crazy, because you did just cover a fire-breathing rooster. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the Basan? It might have been. Wait, where does it say where it's from? Japan. Yeah. I Gotta be. Was. Gotta be. Because in my was. research, I was going to get to this later, but I'll just say, there, it's only a tiny little uh, bit on it, but um, a Basan is a giant it definitely was. rooster we doing, that breathes... Yeah. Quote, ghost fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you were covering a lot of yokai. <laughs> yeah, random yokai. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes. Um, I'm very excited about a basan, but my research is about <laughs> Wait, cockatrice. maybe I did that because I was covering a bunch of... We definitely talked about them. I don't know. Yeah. I think I did just like a fucking lightning round of yokai one day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. We got to go to that museum. Yeah. Um, big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's outside of Hiroshima? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's pronounced Hiroshima? Hiroshima? Um, it's pronounced Hiroshima, Zach. <laughs> um, Hiroshima ni ikimashou ka. Thank oh you. Um, okay, uh, so a cockatrice. Um, so the let's talk about etymology here okay. uh, because uh, in general it's expected um, or it's it's said that the name is from French from via Latin or is it via French via Latin ultimately from Greek. Uh, from a uh, bastardization of a word called ichneumon. Hmm. Um, and in, in Latin, it's calcator. Um, and eventually, when it arrived, English became cockatrice. But the Greek word is um, the word for tracker. Hmm. What? Because uh, it's like a hunting creature. Oh, so what? here's the thing. Let me tell you, before I say anything else about cockatrice, um, yeah. what, that's probably the plural, right? Cockatrice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with cockatrice, um, everything is very mixed up. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to tell when people are talking about a cockatrice, a basilisk, or a straight-up ichnemon, um, okay. which I'm also going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will also say that I read one thing that said uh, cockatrice is a corruption of a word for crocodile. Um, oh, cool. Uh, and crocodile itself, I looked up on dictionary.com, is... From two words that mean pebble and worm, but is also often <coughs> used as a slang word for penis. I guess that would have also had to kind of migrate up because there's no crocodiles in medieval, uh, like, England. Yeah, this is like Greek, uh, when, like, Greeks were hanging out with Egyptians and yeah. they had words for it. Sick. Good um, hang. That would have been a fun hang. That was Such a fun a hang. hang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had your Ptolemy. Yeah. They oh, talk sure. about all their national gods, mm-hmm. and someone's like, yeah. "Mine's Yahweh." What's your national god? Yeah. Oh, like, cool. We have makeup. Did you know? <laughs> um, so a cockatrice is often depicted as a dragon with the head of a rooster. 
Um, and it said that the way you make a cockatrice is you have an egg of a hen, um, but it gets incubated by a snake. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes a toad. Sometimes a toad can incubate a hen oh, egg. To that's make also a true. Cockatri- cockatrice. The way it said that I found was a cockatrice is supposedly born when a serpent hatches an egg that has been laid on a dunghill by a rooster. Mm. <laughs> by Which is a funny because, like, how is a rooster laying Come an egg? On. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's the movie. It's, ju- it's the I original movie. It. Junior. Tipsy Turvy. Flopsy Mopsy. Yep. Cock a doo doo doo. I'm laying an egg. No. Laying an egg. <laughs> Saying cockadoodle doo in that accent is the craziest thing you can do in the world. Um, so, uh, okay, and I will also just say at this point, a basilisk yeah. um, is the other way around. It is a snake's egg that has been uh, incubated and hatched by a chicken. Great. Okay. Or can I can I say my favorite my favorite fact about a cockatrice? Yeah. Do you know what its mortal enemy is? I do. That's what I was going to bring up okay. with hair. This is my favorite thing. Okay, so a mortal enemy of a cockatrice, basically the only way to safely kill it is mm-hmm. by throwing a weasel into its hole. Yeah. What hole? Um, so you can find a cockatrice's what? hole because the anabasilisk, <laughs> you can find the hole because the area around it, like all the grass and stuff, the bushes will be um, dead. You know that you yeah. need a hole that And why is in. it dead, Zach? Why is everything going to be dead? Um, so there's a little bit of debate. So obviously its body, like dragging across um, the, the ground is going to kill all this stuff. But it's breath. It's yes. breath. So one of the main ways a cockatrice or a basilisk is going to kill you is with its breath. Um, sometimes they are said to be able to breathe fire, um, but other times it's just basically its breath is pure poison. Yeah, I've read venomous breath and also venomous <clears throat> gate uh, or... A gaze could kill you. So that Looking is the thing you, that is you. standard. No, like that's the main standard thing that doesn't change with cockatrice and basilisks is that it can kill you just by looking at you. And one of the other ways to kill it is by making it look at its own reflection. <gasps> so I found a story that said St. George wow. um, had a mirror shield that he made a basilisk look at. <gasps> Um, I also found a thing about Alexander the Great had a giant mirror placed between his army and a city that was defended by a basilisk. Whoa. He got into all kinds of adventures, Alexander yeah. the Great. Mm-hmm. Um, he also saw a ton of dragons. There's uh, lots of evidence. And um, so a lot of the writing, a lot of the earliest writing uh, was from Pliny the Elder. Mm. Um, and he said, That's we're going uh, to switch over a little bit to basilisk, but... For the most part, you can consider basilisk throughout, like, older history, you can consider basilisk and cockatrice, cockatrice uh, pretty interchangeable. It's only more recently that basilisk are more... So basilisks sometimes are a giant snake, sometimes they're a giant lizard, and sometimes they are a, rep, uh, a reptile with a chicken head. Um, so Did I you... think, like, a cockatrice is almost like a type of basilisk. Now, I, I found that a basilisk is made... When a toad hatches an egg that's been laid by a nine-year-old cockatrice. You found that? Yeah. But why it's got to be nine-year-old. Yeah. Have to be nine? Like, that's why basilisks are allegedly more rare than a nine-year-old cockatrice very interesting. hatches an egg, but it's laid by a toad. <coughs> Does it say why it's nine? No. I didn't find that. Um, well... Yeah. Well, okay. I disagree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, so um, uh, basilisks got their name uh, 
maybe you have heard of emperors named Basil. Yeah. Um, so Basil or is... Basil of Baker Street, Great Mouse Detective. Uh, that's Shout right. Out. This um, podcast brought to you by Great Mouse Detective. No, dude. <laughs> so a basilisk is from... Can't afford that. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, Latin and Greek diminutive of a word for a Greek word for king, basiliskos, um, which means little king. Which Pliny called it. Pliny the Elder called it because it had a little spot on its head resembling a crown. Oh, cool! Um, and apparently, a basilisk uh, moves upright and erect upon the middle, like a cobra, which is what oh, people so think it, like, was the origin. Stays upright and then just like kind of. Exactly. Yes. I don't like, know how to describe that. It's like front half is kind of up and like looking at you, yeah. um, and then it's and then it's back. Do you mean half the four parts? The, the four, four parts. parts. Yeah, the four and then parts. It glides on the hind parts. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so he said that it destroys shub, shrubs uh, by contact with its breath, um, and oh, he said it's not more than twelve fingers in length. Oh, good to know. Okay. Uh, and he it's said a, it's a tiny guy. Um, and I don't know. Four fingy. Which fingy? Wait. Okay. 12, I was counting this way. Twelve fingies. I was counting this fingies like this. No. I think I'm it would be fingies this like fingies. this. Yeah. Like this to this. I think it's the. Uh, okay. So we are just, for listeners. We are doing uh, fingers. We're like doing hot dog and hamburger. I'm doing tip to tail <laughs> on the fingy. <laughs> so I'm doing. I'd say I'm doing hot dog. And, I'm doing. And look at my man. Robin was and doing Stephanie's hamburger. Doing inchworm. Inchworm. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you maybe don't know this, but hot dog hamburger style is we we bring it up almost every single. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Steph's doing a hot dog, and I'm doing. <laughs> you hot know dog, hot dog hamburger, right? Like this is hot dog, and this is hamburger. Of course. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, and okay, and so he also said that the effluvium of the weasel is fatal to it. Um, he said, What's effluvium? Uh, oh, well, Stephanie, you don't want to know. I, I don't know if I do. Effluvium is... Uh, cum? <laughs> we gotta <laughs> go. Bye, everyone. Like, like any kind of liquid that uh, issues, it, issues forth from me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is this yeah, like yeah, when that. I said that thing at Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's just like... That really I didn't know what that. that was. So he said that you can... Yeah, you can throw a weasel in there. Um, throw said, a weasel in the hole. Yeah, and he said that this was a thing that has been tried with success for kings have often desired to see its body when killed. Okay. Um, can you imagine just having like a store of weasels? Like yeah. a, well, you've got like a stoat's nest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Um... Uh, and he okay. said that if a man kills a, a basilisk, so like that's sort of the only way to safely kill a basilisk, because even if you kill it on horseback with a spear, the poison will run up the spear and kill the rider on the horse. Wait, what? Yeah, and actually, I have a passage from Lucan um, in the Pharsalia. Wow. Uh, Lucan the fourth? Third? Uh, Sorry. It's Lucan just the first. Okay. Um, yeah. His name. Uh, no, uh, uh, no Roman numerals here. Um, and I want you guys to help me interpret this because I'm interpreting this as one way. Um, okay, so he says, this is a quote. What availed, Morris, the lance by which thou didst trans- transfix, a basilisk swift through the weapon ran. Um, so the lance runs swiftly through the weapon, right? The poison to his hand, he draws his sword and severs arm and shoulder at a blow. Then gazed secure upon his severed hand, which perished as he looked. So hast thou died, and such has had been thy fate. 
It sounds to me like this guy... He cuts guy, his hand off? Yeah, stabs a basilisk with his lance. Lance. Um, and then the poison comes up the lance to his arm. Yes. And he's like, oh, shit. And then chops off cuts his own off. arm to keep the poison from going to the rest of his body. That's But smart. then looks Why? down at his arm and is just like, ha-ha, I, I win. Right? He's like, that's what, hap- what happened to my arm. That happened to you. That happened to you even more. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think I think he thinks like I've out, I've outwitted you. You gotta try yeah. and spin it so like you don't yes, I am I am down one arm, but I am still alive. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So there was debate. Uh, Can I'll you just imagine through. cutting off your arm and being like, ha ha? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in twenty seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> I can. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll run through the rest of this real quick, uh, just because this is about dragons, not basilisks. Yes. Um, but there was debate as to whether or not it was the gaze or the air corruption that kills you. Yeah, and sure. this is what I love is like Pliny the Elder, um, the venerable Bode, who's like one of the earliest English historians, yeah. writes about them. Uh, he was the first one to say, um, yeah, he was the first, he was like the first one to say that the way you get a basilisk is by hatching a chicken egg with a snake or something. Mm-hmm. Um do you think there was trial and error there? Well, there was not, which is what's so funny about this stuff. Oh, you mean like trying different eggs with yes. different creatures? <laughs> what happens if we? <laughs> what happens uh, if we have yeah. a quail egg? Uh, so we have a fox sit on. We're joking, but like that is animal on. testing, basically. Um, that's true. Yeah. Sad. Um. Mm. So uh, uh, the last. Oh, the yeah. The thing that was funny to me is that like these are like. People that modern historians use extensively to like yeah. know history of you know ancient times, and it's so funny that they were half like yes. the main scientific minds of their era, and then B half like debating like <laughs> yeah. no 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 you don't understand. <laughs> okay, you see, I've done the, the research. The rooster hatches it. The rooster hatches it, and the, no, I see it's uh, like. Idiots who haven't studied the sciences, they think that it's the gaze that kills you, but it's the breath that kills and you. And honestly, if I hear one more elder say it's a frog instead of a toad, <laughs> I'll chop my own arm off and laugh. Um, okay, and uh, I think this, I think that is about it. Also, oh, 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 okay, here's the last thing that I wanted to bring up. So, um... I don't know if you remember, I mentioned... Oh, first of all, they're all over the Bible. Um, yeah. The cockatrice is used in the King's, uh, King James's Bible um, as sort of like a fill-in for serpents and dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, so big connection there. Uh, and then the other interesting thing I found is that the ichneumon, which if you'll remember, that's the original Greek word that eventually cockatrice got derived from. Um, I read a thing about... I think this was in a bestiary uh, that the Ichnemon are enemies of dragons. They cover themselves with mud, Ick. close their nostrils with See? their tails, and then they attack and kill the dragon. But I also read that Ichnemons or one nostril. I have no, no. I, right, exactly. I had that question too. Also, of all the parts to use to cover your nostril, yeah, yeah. pick the part that's farthest away from it. Yeah, um, well, that'd be like T-Rex shoving arms. your toes into your nose. Well, but. Uh, I read that Ichnemon are basically mongoose or mongooses. Cool. Actually, it was mongooses because I tried like typing mongoose into my yeah. computer in it. Uh, but it should be mongoose. 
Um, I mean, that's a, it's a, just another kind of weasel. And they were described as Pharaoh's rat. Uh, and apparently they could look at a cockatrice or a basilisk without dying or turning to stone, which some people say is what happens if you look at a basilisk, wow. including Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Stop yeah. giving us clues. So, That's good to know. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, so just a couple things to remember. If you run into a cockatrice or a basilisk, try not to breathe. Definitely don't look at it. Okay. And weasels are immune. Okay, bring your weasel. Wait, can Great. you read the last page also? Oh, yes. So, so I have two pages of research. <laughs> or I guess I have three pages. One is a double-sided page. And then I have one more piece of paper that <laughs> just has one sentence written on it, um, which is that a Jesus leader... Uh, um, shit, I fucked it up. God already. damn it, Zach. <laughs> a Jesus lizard can run across water. There it is. Well, that's why it's named for Jesus. Yeah, a basilisk... So this full circle, you know, dragons are Satan, but... Basilisk is a name given to certain types of real-world lizards, which yeah. all of these are. But um, and a one is a Jesus lizard, which is called that because it can run across water. Really fun, really wow. good. A cockatrice wow. is. I mean, I can't believe that a weasel is its mortal enemy. They're just like a, like a, a mongoose, fun weasel. A snake and a mongoose are always at yes. odds. Yeah, they're always at odds. Always scrapping. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, where the fuck does the chickens come into play here? That's my main cue. Chicken eats a mom. Yeah, how did a chicken enter the picture? Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's, you gotta the, get the, that's egg. the big. Gotta get the egg. Snakes well, lay eggs. Somebody's gotta sit on it. I will say, like the bestiary. Snakes do that too. No, after you kill the snake, somebody's gonna sit on the egg. The bestiary that I was reading, like all of the scary creatures are just different combinations yeah. of other creatures. Yeah. And I bet at some point somebody was like, "What if we put a chicken head Let's on something?" Do this and that's mash kind of, up. Chicken heads are weird and creepy. Yeah, they definitely are. For sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, I like a chickadee, though. Creepy, but I like a yeah. little chickadee. What's chickadee. the most creepy, do you think? The most, <laughs> the most unsettling They didn't have face. turkeys yet, though, really? right? They didn't have them yet? Aren't turkeys native to the Americas? No, because they had the fire turkey have, in Prague. They have wild turkeys, Shit. yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, they should have put a turkey head on. You're right. I also snooze. love that you're like, no, 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 because no, the ghost of a fiery turkey, turkey does exist. Yeah. This is one of our top, top ghosts. one of our favorite ghosts. You actually uh, talked a lot to the fiery turkey during uh, our adaptation of mm-hmm. the, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, the crucible. Um, I'll find out. You keep talking. I'll find fiery out turkey. fiery turkey was, Um, It's fun. Um, okay, yeah, awesome. We're going to leave the Middle Ages. Okay. We're going to go to Eastern Europe. Mm. Um, Russian Ukraine. Mm. There is a dragon named Zmei Gorgonich. Yeah. Three heads, each one bearing twin goat-like horns. <gasps> cool. What? Whoa. Cool, right? That is cool. He is said to have breathed fire and smell like sulfur. It was believed that eclipses, again, were caused by... Goranich uh, temporarily swallowing the sun. Do you think it's okay for us to call him Zmei? I think Zmei is fine. Uh, according to one legend, Zmei's <clears throat> uncle was the evil sorcerer Nimal Shelebek. Nimal Shelebek? Yeah, who abducted the daughter of the Tsar <coughs> and imprisoned her in his castle in the Ural Mountains. Okay. Many a night tried to free her. But all of them were killed by uh, Zmei's fire. Zmei is a great name. Yeah. Z-M-E-Y. 
I wish my name was May instead of Zach. You could just change it at any time. I think I will. Yeah, Zach, but you can call me Zmay. I wonder, I guess this would be a question for Russian people, but I wonder if Zmay is a common Russian name. Yeah, or I'm wondering if it's like, um, because Russian names are really complicated usually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, where there's like three versions of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if it's like a common, like, uh, like a pre-name for like, yeah, Zmei Goranich. Yeah, like yeah, Like yeah. Zmei Ivanovich. Yeah, yeah, Like it yeah. just goes before a dragon. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I good, don't know. Good question. I um, I wonder if naming yourself Zmei would be the equivalent in Russia. To name of yourself like, Dragon? Or like Smaug or... Fun. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Zmei is what I'm naming my or, daughter. What were the names of the dragons in Flight of Dragons? Uh, Gorbash is one, uh-huh. which I love. Uh-huh. That's the name of my car. And <laughs> uh, just because it's green. Um, ooh, I don't remember them. I know not Cor- not, uh, Carolinas, Carolinas is the wizard that is friends with Gorbash. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. We can leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Gorbash. That's how he says his name. Sounds like how she says Peter. Peter. Expel Peter. I can't get into Peter because I sent all of us a crazy article this morning and I don't even want to talk about it, but I will be on the podcast. Um, (laughs) It's not goes related. We're never talking about it again. Um, So basically, the Palace Garden Moscow named um, Ivan Tsarevich overhead. uh, Oh, no. Okay, he was named this. The Palace Garden was named that. Overheard two crows talking about the princess. Did, could okay. this guy also? Did this guy I guess also just drink like, dragon blood? Yeah, just like uh, he also <clears throat> drank like Fifner's blood or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he what went is to the with tsar. birds and their interest in human politics? Yeah, they're just like gossiping. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's like I think that it might be not literal. And it's like, oh, you overheard some birds talking. And it's oh. just like, kind of like Varys' like little bird. Like Varys' little bird. Oh. Yeah. I think it may just not be actual birds. Uh-huh. Um, Can uh-huh. I just say, this is a teeny, 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 tiny spoiler. Um, this is like spoiler really alert. not going to be a spoiler. But spoiler alert. But if you haven't watched episode three of season eight of yeah. Game of Thrones, Thrones, now is the time to cover your ears for a truly cover your ears. inconsequential spoiler. Which is just that there is a shot of Varys. We talked about this when we watched, but he's like got three children around him. Yeah, it's like that guy can fucking find children. And of course, and of course he can. Legs, so not a merman. Not he a has merman. legs, not a merman. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. Varys is not a merman. Sorry. Um. Anyway, stuff with this dragon. I don't even really want to get into it because Zmei Goranich. It can't get better than that, really. Um. There was a bunch of stuff like one of the emperors was given a male and female dragon as a reward for his obedience to the god of heaven. In Russia? Uh, no. This is actually... Wait a second. Is it Roman numerals? No, yeah, this is. <laughs> There's a separate god who's the god of heaven. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I hang on. Up, got up, too. <laughs> I think that my notes got confused. <clears throat> that's that's China, time. guys. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. That's China. And you could tell because we nobody in Europe would yeah. have been given any kind of dragon as a gift. No, no, no. Because no, no. they're, they're evil and yeah. not friendly. Yeah. Um. So, I... 
I guess I just got my stuff mixed up. But basically, yeah. Get into it. Yeah. Um, Should hmm, we hmm, 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 fly hmm, across, hmm, the fly, continue uh, east to the lands of China? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And the dragons that dwell therein? Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> um... There is a man named Dong Fu. God damn it, dude. A descendant of Yang Xuan, who loved dragons. And because he could understand a dragon's will. He could understand a dragon's will? Okay. He was able to tame them. Is that like talking to birds? Oh, I see. He was able to tame them and raise them well. He knows how to train your dragon? Yeah. H-T-Y-D? Yeah. He served Emperor Shun... Who gave him the family name um, Huan Long, meaning dragon raiser? Which, In another story. Oh, wait, huh? you said Long is dragon, right? Huan Long, yeah, dragon. Okay, wait. Okay. Long translates to dragon. To dragon, right? Yeah. Because you, you said it earlier on the. I did. Okay, okay. Super early. Um, in another story, Kong Jia, a, the 14th emperor of the XIA dynasty. Jia? Jia Dynasty? I don't know. I want to say Christos Dynasty. Simply. After, um... <laughs> no. Yeah, right. uh, was given, Chris Angel reference. <laughs> I want to say the Chris Angel Dynasty. Was given a male and female dragon as a reward for his obedience to the God of Heaven, but could not train them. So he hired a dragon trainer named Leo Li, who had learned how to train dragons from Huan Lang. So this guy was like a dragon whisperer. I, it like is better Caesar, instead of uh, yeah, your name to like be Dong Fu to be Huan Long. Yeah, Caesar Milan. Yeah. yeah. One day the female dragon died unexpectedly. You have to show the dragon yeah. who this is, is dominant. Yeah. This is really insane what happens next. The female dragon died unexpectedly. So Liu Li secretly chopped her up, <gasps> cooked her meat, <gasps> and served it to the king. Why? Who loved it no. so much that he demanded Liu Li to serve him the same meal again. That's like the Since she couldn't, where they think they eat humans. Yeah. Yeah. But it's raccoon. Uh, he fled the palace. Uh, and that's the entire story. <coughs> wow. Dragons are... That's the entire story. Yeah, the story. That's the entri- entire story. Uh, dragons closely associated with rain, just like everywhere else. And drought is thought to be caused by a dragon's laziness. Like, come on, dragon. That's not fair. Do whatever rain that's happens for you. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, I have to, I just, sorry, I have to get my smart system in order. Yeah. I should also, he's like, I should point out that actually laziness is a dragon thing. Laziness? Like, yeah, sleeping yeah. on top of your gold yeah. is yeah. a dragon thing. Being slovenly and yeah. greedy. For sleeping sure. atop of gold. Dragons, uh, now that we say it, I know we talked about this, uh, you know, a long time ago, but can I add to my first images of a dragon is like, I don't picture dragons as lean or svelte. I picture them as no. having like big Arguably, extended beer fat. bellies. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think because that's their kiln. Uh, no, that totally makes sense. That's their kiln. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's well, where the fire comes from. But like, you don't want to like. But like, if I was a dragon, but they're also gobbling up like children and livestock. For sure. And as a dragon, like, I would want to keep gobbling up children and livestock, and I wouldn't want to be, like, doing a lot of Pilates because I don't want the muscles in my stomach, like, like edging out the kiln area. You need, it's like a little frog gullet, I where you need, need it to, like, expand. <laughs> wow. Zach is a real toad throat if I ever did see one. <laughs> Anyway. So, listener, I know you can't see me. 
Zach can do a really solid frog. Yeah, he's got a toad throat. <laughs> there he is. I'm going to move on to Japanese dragon myths. Ah, sick. Which are an amalgamation of native legends uh, with imported stories about dragons from China, Korea, and India. Do you have the Japanese word for dragon in you? No. Look it up, look it up. Um, Like these other Asian dragons, most Japanese ones are water deities. Yeah. So they're just gods, which is so much cooler. Uh, Associated with rainfall bodies of water, typically depicted as humongous but wingless Mm. serpentine Mm. creatures with clawed feet. So a kappa would not fall into this. Correct? Hell no. Okay. okay no okay, fucking okay. way. So, no way. It just wants your ass, Jewel. And it's got a beak. And it's like a humanoid. It's water-based. It's a water-based like reptile guy. Yeah, but I think it's a de- it's a demon. It's like a it's a it's a different thing. Okay, okay. Got it? Well, I found the kanji, but I don't know how to pronounce it. What? Well, okay. Good Apparently is that it's to pronounced us? you. Yeah. You. I bet it's Y-U with a line over it. Yeah. Okay. A line over the U. Cool. Any... Wait, hang on. I'm going to play it for you. There you go. I find it hard to believe. Any Japanese speakers (laughs) want to write in to us and let us know how to say that, please do. Yeah. Um, So modern day dragons, you guys. Uh I just want to say as early as the 18th century, critical oh, thinkers... Oh, I'm sorry. It's Ryu with an R-Y-U. And I was oh, right about the line over the U. Ryu? Ryu. Cool. So the, I guess that Street Fighter character is sure. named Ryu. Dragon. Aww. That's really cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, sick. So as early as the 18th century, critical thinkers such as Dennis Diderot were already asserting that too much literature has been published on dragons. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dennis. That's Quote, like your friend who's like, I don't even want to watch Game of Thrones. I'm yeah. sick of I'm it. I'm tired of all the Vulture articles so about dumb. Game of Thrones. Uh, quote, there are already in books all too many fabulous stories of dragons. I cannot disagree more. What? Who Sorry the who? This is Diderot? And 18th century. Oh, uh, God, shut I know, up. I know. Uh, Who cares? Let, let people dragons. write about. Yeah, let, let people, people enjoy dragons. Yeah, Can you for real. Imagine I'm, the j- killjoy. There are already in books. We all have many TV fabulous yet. stories of we dragons. It's just because people fabulous stories. There isn't too much uh, fabulous people, anything. He's no. mad because people didn't want to read his boring ass books. Yeah, fucking, fucking Dennis. Journalism bullshit. Uh, so fucking Dennis Diderot. Oh, what? He was probably one of those people that like wrote. Yeah, I knew it. I knew he was one of the early contributors to the encyclopedia. Yeah, dumb. I knew he was going to be that, and nobody cares about that unless you put dragons in it. You get a fucking encyclopedia. What do you do? First thing, you open up to the dragon Dragon page. Dragon section. I want to say, I want to talk about diversity among dragons for a little bit. Though most people can easily picture a dragon, the idea is obviously very dramatically. Some have wings, some don't. Some can speak or breathe fire. Others can't. Some are only... A few feet long. Others are miles long. Some dragons live in palaces under the ocean. Others are in caves or inside mountains or in rivers. Uh, some of them are green. Some of them are red. So, a folklorist, Carol Rose, discusses in her book Giants, Monsters, and Dragons, an encyclopedia of folklore, <gasps> legend, and myth. What? I want this we book. Need we need that. Dragons, quote, <clears throat> have composite features from many other beasts, such as the head of an elephant in India, mm. that of a lion or bird of prey in the Middle East. We talked about this one, the four parts of a lion. 
or numerous heads of reptiles such as serpents. Mm-hmm. Their body color may range from green, red, and black to unusually yellow, blue, or white dragons, like we heard about with the red and white dragon. White dragon. I will weird. also take a second. This is the only other time I'll say it, but this is sort of like the main feature of dungeons and dragons. dragons. Color dragons yes. are evil, but if it's like a metallic dragon, those are considered good dragons. Mm. But I, I'm very curious if that is from like an actual real world thing or if that's just something that those guys made up. Dragons are supposed to be, um, I was reading, like metals are kind of a weakness mm. because swords... Sword, you got your swords. Uh, Are there any kind of flesh-colored dragons, like an armadillo style? Ew. Just gross. (laughs) Ew, a flesh dragon is so disgusting. Oh, my God. Wait, I I feel like like a Caucasian dragon. Yeah, that's like an armadillo. It's like... No. I I kind of think that there is one in Flight of Dragons. I'm sorry, but I had to ask. Ew, a pasty, like, like... English. Yes, a dragon who like its gums are the same color as maybe like a stop it an albino dragon. No, that would be white. It'd just be a white dragon. This is Gorbash from Flight of Dragons, classic. Well, that's a great but that's like classic. straight up green, green with yellow yeah. belly. Yeah, I'm just showing you. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just showing you guys. Terrific. Great. I'm trying to find the flesh dragon now. Ew! Did you search flesh dragon? This might be among the things. things. It's yeah. just gonna be a dick, I think. What, would I would you guys search no face? Uh, no face. <laughs> no. It's one of the biggest mistakes no. of my life. We can't have that. <laughs> that was a really hard life. Until until you googled flesh dragon. <laughs> Ew! Oh, there is. I I knew that there was a flesh dragon in here. Hang oh, on. So, I don't want to see it. Wait, why is the first thing that's coming up Flesh Dragon Dragon <laughs> City? I have to. Gross. I don't I can't game? I can't hear that. Oh, Dragon City, yeah, looks like a game, like a Pokemon type game. Ew, no. Don't don't, don't try to be Pokemon. Don't look at it. Ew. No, my ew was like this clearly isn't as good as Pokemon. Oh, okay. Get out of here. <laughs> ew, not as good as Pokemon. Ew. Are you kidding me? Oh man. I just like Man, Flight of Dragons is so good. <sighs> All right, so I have I have a minimal amount of notes if we're ready for that. Um, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, well, first I'm going to tell you some types of dragons that I looked up. And these are, I'm just going to rattle them off, okay? <gasps> first we have an... Sorry. What? That's a pretty cool image. I found some cool. Okay, Google image search flesh, flesh dragon. dragon. Oh, and no. there's some cool things. Oh, he's made out of skulls, and he's <laughs> got a skull with arms coming out of the dick. Um, that is right. Okay, Sorry, so first Ryan. we have an amphitheater. Those are hybrid part snake, part bird, body of a serpent, um, wings like bat wings sprouting from their neck. Interesting. Then we have a drake. Yeah. yeah. In Here Middle English, Drake means dragon. It has four limbs, low slung bodies with their bellies skimming the ground. Oh. Like, classic. like giant lizards. They're yes, like when classic. you when you have like a really fat cat. Yeah, like a very plump yeah. guy that just like is breezing against the ground. <laughs> yeah. Then you have a hydra, obviously, mm-hmm. water serpents with multiple heads. Every time one is chopped off, another will grow back in its place. Mm-hmm. Then you have an eastern dragon, very <laughs> wise, body of a snake, belly of a frog, scales of a carp, head of a camel, horns of a giant stag, eyes of a hare, 
ears like a bull, a neck like an iguana, paws okay. like a tiger. When you say Eastern, I feel like, like that's eagle. not specific enough. I, this is from Thought Catalog, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. I can't tell you. <laughs> then you've got a wyvern. Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive. Exactly. Pestilence. Pestilence. Head of a dragon, wedge-shaped like a crocodile. Mm-hmm. Wings of a bat, a serpent's yep. tail, yes. yes, lizard legs. Yep. Yes. Then next up, we got anthropomorphic human traits: tripedal with shortened forearms, which means they're unable yes. to walk on all fours. Wait, and they have three legs? I guess so. But maybe the tail acts as a leg. I would say there tail. You go. That's it. They also have human-like digits with fingernails and toes. Fuck that. Um, well, it's a dragonborn. They kind take of. on human behaviors. Uh, so probably in a movie like Pete's Dragon, if the dragon... T- I don't remember. Does the dragon talk? In mm-hmm. Pete's Dragon. Yeah, it's probably that kind. Of. Or, um, you no, know but it doesn't you know have any other like? human characteristics. What? Honestly, I'll tell you what it's like. Tell me. Godzuki. What? <laughs> I'm not talking Zach, to you anymore. What? I'm not talking to you. Do you remember there was a cartoon um, that was... Uh, it was like it, it was at exactly the same time frame as when like Scrappy Doo was a thing, um, and there was a character called Godzuki that was Godzilla's like little cousin. Shut no. up! Fuck that! Stop it! Who hung out with Wait, the kids? And he was like the little guy. He was like the, he was like as big as people, and got and Godzuki would like be hanging out with like the human kids. And they'd be like, "Oh no, we have this, we have this thing." And Godzuki would help them, but then sometimes Godzuki would have to call in Godzilla. Oh. And the what does the theme Zuki song prefix mean in Japanese? I don't know. I don't know. Um, because well, uh, Godzilla in Japanese is Gojira. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I wonder what that would have been in Japanese also. Uh, but uh, the theme song would go. Uh, it was like you know really intense, like Godzilla. Godzilla and Godzuki. That's beautiful. And then it would play. As like Godzuki was like like trying hard to fly around. Anyway, that is what I think. That's my interpretation. Wait, so was he like a little like rascal like sidekick that like got on Godzilla's nerves? I think Godzilla loved him and wanted to take care of him Mm -hmm. but of course I think Godzilla is is like what are you doing? I'm a big scary monster and you're just goofing around too much. Goofing with these these humans. Yeah you're goofing with the humes. Mm. It's like honestly any parent you know? Yes. Yeah. Wait was he his dad? Was Mm. Godzilla his dad? Parental this I figure. don't remember. Parental figure. And you can write into that's the spirit podcast <laughs> yeah. at gmail.com. Please ask us about the relationship between um, Godzilla and if Godzuki. If you do know, I would like to know um, if you know what Zuki means outside of zucchini. <laughs> that would be nice to know as well. I will say I'm glad we got to mention Godz- uh, Godzilla with on the dragon. Actually, episode. yeah, mm-hmm. he is, like he needs because to- he's the or what is it's the no he's King Lizard. That's what it is. Yeah, I think he just needs a shout out. No, yeah, that's necessarily a dragon, out. but like, hey, what's up? Representation is so important. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. Godzilla. Shout out to Godzilla. Yeah. Shout out. Okay, so next up we have dragon beasts. Mm. These are hybrids of avian species and serpents, head of a dragon, tail of a dragon, or they can transform into a dragon. I'm not entirely what? clear what this means. Okay, next up. We got Western. Okay, we did Eastern. Now we've got Western. Western. Cowboy dragons. So these Ooh. dragons are the servants of sorcerers. 
Yes. They have crocodile scales and a barbed tail. Cool. Their heads contain either horns, antlers, or a crest. They can <gasps> spit fire and other deadly fumes. Like that poison like a basilisk. Yeah. yeah. Um, would love to see a dragon with antlers. That'd I would really, cool. really like to see that. Mm-hmm. Or a crest. That'd I also, nice. like, don't... I didn't come across a single one, so, like... Listeners, if you know of an antler dragon, please These are send it my way. Past, present, future dragons. Great. Um, next up, we have a lindworm. Yeah. A lindworm. This um, we actually, I think, might have talked about I before. I think we have. Is this spelled with W-U-R-M? Uh, it's spelled O-R-M worm. here, but it probably is mm-hmm. U-R-M. Mm-hmm. Like um, a tatzel worm. Like a tatzel worm. Yeah, like a tatzel worm. Then we've got, uh, yeah, it's got the head of a horse with a mane covering their neck. What? Yeah. A lindworm? A lindworm. Writing this down. Okay, their heads are oversized with bright eyes that burn like coals, and their mouth is wide enough to swallow any human man or woman whole. I take it back. We did not cover this. We really should. You know I would have... Mem- I, I memorized every single horse-faced thing that we've done. <laughs> she wouldn't I would have never forgotten this. We should do that. We should cover that. Mm-hmm. Then next up, we've got your classic worm, W-U-R-M. Great. Serpents with coils that can wrap around hills. Wow. Stephanie. Around? Around a hill? Around hills. Yeah. Plural. Yeah. They can exhale noxious fumes and move at a quick speed. They have horns, large fangs, and bright white eyes. Okay, next up we have the African dragon. Um, They look more like serpents. They don't have any legs or arms, and they just look like giant snakes. Okay, great. Great. Next up, oriental dragon. It's an actual anaconda. We talked about that. Yeah, that's just a snake. Yeah. Um, They protect the heavens and guard the people. Four legs with four toes on each foot, serpentine body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we've got the dragonette, which, like, to me, Mm -hmm. sounds like a cool dragon. Like a dog dragon. Dragonette. Dragonette. Yeah. For for her. Dragonette for girls. (laughs) That is a band that I used to listen to in college. I feel like I listen to Dragonette too. We might have even seen them together. I don't know. What did we see at Rite Aid, Robin? Oh, beauty for her. And grooming for him. Yeah, yeah. Gross. I hate that. Beauty. Gross. Beauty. Fuck that. For her. Fuck that voice grooming you said it in. for him. No. <laughs> I need to groom. Beauty's for her. And I need to beauty. Fuck out, boys. I need to groom. <laughs> oh, I'm, I like a, I'm going to be a groom. <laughs> no. Okay, so dragonettes look exactly the same as western dragons, but they're very small. Oh, cute. They range, in, they range from the size of a finger to the size of a human. Stop it. But Stephanie, despite their size, they're dangerous because they hunt in packs and have poisonous blood that's lethal when it touches mm. your skin, so watch out. No. Yeah. Can you have a pet one? Yeah, probably. It doesn't wow. say you can't. Just have to be careful. I wonder if you could get it like defanged or something. Yeah, I would never. I would that never. might be inhumane. That'll too. make it just so much more aggressive. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like PETA would be mad at you yeah. if you defanged your oh, dragon. Oh yeah. You're oh not, yeah. It's it's against like their guidelines. Yeah. Their basic tenets. Okay, so then I do have a little bit about why dragons like treasure. Okay, tell yes. me here. Oh yeah, we haven't really touched on this. So. um... Let's see. Two most famous examples of this are the Dragon of the Golden Fleece, uh, which was in the sacred <gasps> grove of the god yeah. Ares. We didn't talk about this. I forgot. And then they yeah. uh, buried the teeth to make the skeletons grow, right? Ooh, 
I didn't know that. That's that, really cool. In the in the Jason and the Argonauts movie, yeah. the oh. guy in Colchis uh, yeah. buries the dragon teeth in the ground, and then they, the like the skeleton army. Grows. If you've never seen or read about Jason and the Argonauts, it's we, fucking time. Robin, dude. you would love Jason and the Argonauts. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's oh, good. It's good. Okay, stuff. we gotta watch it. Um, and then again, the dragon of the golden apples. So there's a bunch of this in Greek mythology. Mm. Yep. Um, the Greek dracon, as you said, means the watcher mm. or some or mm-hmm. one who I stares. see or the watcher. Yeah. yeah. So in Greek legends, dragons were described as living in the mountains of India, where they guarded sources of gold. Mm. Sometimes instead of dragons, guardians were griffins or giant ants, oh my which God. I don't really understand. Okay. Um, <coughs> But yeah, dragons in medieval times followed the same traditions, blah, blah, blah. Basically, the most fun answer is that dragons are known to have a soft underbelly, Mm -hmm. so they lay on the treasure and let it stick to them. So they, if they sit up, they become protected and no weapon can get through. Oh, I would think that it's like... Oh my god. I would think that it's like, (laughs) it's nice and warm on their back. Well, Stephanie, there's some other answers. Another one is... They are hoarders. Male dragons are similar to bowerbirds, and they decorate their nests or caves with fabulous jewels to attract a mate. Also similar to, like, to me in that way. Well, yeah. To attract a mate. I just... (laughs) (laughs) They lay on their jewels. Yeah, of course. And then the body temperature of a dragon is so high that they need to lie on precious metals to conduct the heat away from their body. Mm. There it is. There it is. There it is. Those are Um, really good theories. Do you guys think that, um, where... Did gold come from originally? Space. Um, <laughs> space. Like the ground or like a mountain. I'm there. wondering if like because a lot of um, like Alexander the Great, Marco Polo, they saw these dragons like other places. Did they and see then, those like, dragons other places? Yeah, well, they wrote that they did. Sir Francis Drake. Marco Polo did write about seeing a lot really? of dragons. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um... Do you feel like they went places where, like, gold was traded from? And then they were like, this is the land that we get gold, and therefore, since dragons are here, dragons love gold. Oh, good. Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. In terms of, like, importing things. <clears throat> I don't know where in the world gold is generally found. Or well, was found. In this even. thing that I was reading, it said that, like, in India, near, like, the giant gold... Uh, mining area, I guess, is yeah. where there were rumored dragons. I feel like that's exactly why. It's like so they had to invent a beast to protect the riches, or just like, that, like because they saw a giant reptile in a hot place that also had gold, they were like, "That's a dragon," and they fucking love gold, and they're here to protect. Yeah, it. they just put it together. I mean, definitely possible. It makes more sense than a lot of the other things. The the. The gold sticking to the tum. It just reminds yeah, me of like the tum seems when, I, when I when I like too convenient. roll into bed after a hard night and I get up and You're I've just got quarters Cheetos. quarters just stuck <laughs> to my skin. When you and are like, tucking what? and rolling into bed and yeah. boy it's a sweaty August night. Yeah, and you, you wake up and you just got quarters. And you've littered your bed with pennies. Quarters are sticking to you. Boy, yeah. I'm gonna stick Have to you. Have you guys ever tried I actually did this in college. Have you ever tried to stick uh, coins to your <laughs> no no okay I think we did like that, boy, that little like boy. That magnetic boy yeah that magnetic like boy. like that magnetic boy <laughs> um, it was you one try to stick yeah I have pictures I have pictures from like my sophomore year of college okay, or junior year of college time. junior year of college uh, yeah it might have been right before Steph and I met 
Um, cause it was that first semester in that house. Uh, and, um, uh, our, our other friend Tally and I like st- were just one night when it was hot, we were just sticking quarters. We realized that we could stick like coins to our chests. Um, and I have pictures of me shirtless just with like, uh, like oh five God. or six coins stuck to my chest. Okay. We're doing, we're playing that this summer. Yeah. We're doing that. Okay. First you, hot night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're playing, uh, just how like many coins can you can stick, stick to your body? To. Yeah. 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 I think we should try and do increasingly larger coins. I think that's an excellent idea. We can get a we hold of get some, like. We can get a silver like, dollar. Yes. That would be really nice. Yes. Yeah. They yeah, know. The listeners know. We explain silver dollar. <laughs> yeah. They know. The listeners know. <laughs> Listener, you got it. How to play silver dollar. Zach, I'm going to have to ask you for a tip mm-hmm. at the end of the sode. Okay. We always give a tip to our listeners. Okay. So what's the tip from the lessons we learned today that you would tell people? Beyond what I said about bass. Oh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. like my tip that I would really want to leave with you is always bring a weasel. weasel? Yeah. Always bring a weasel. <laughs> yeah. A-B-A-W. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. Um, bring a weasel is a good and, tip. And uh, if you're ever not sure uh, if somebody's plotting against you, yeah. talk to a bird. Talk to a bird. And you can take that however you need to. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your tip, dude? Oh, brother. Um, (laughs) Sorry if I stole the bird one also. No, no. That's okay. I guess my tip would be... um, Don't judge a dragon based on the color of its scales. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, Sometimes you might see a flesh-colored one and... You're not going to like it. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't mean it's bad. And by flesh, we mean nothing because flesh isn't a color. Flesh could be any old It color. could be anything. But I think what Robin <laughs> means is like... If you see like a filthy, disgusting... Like a like fully see-through dragon. Like, like a see-through dragon. Like a possum dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let them work, let them live. You got to run away from that guy. Scamper away from almost anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my main thing is probably going to be, if you see a dragon, revere it, respect it. Don't just assume that it's aligned with Satan. Um, all creatures, great and small, have free will, and it just, I mean, like, just don't demonize the dragon, because chances are, it's just doing its old thing, it's living its own life, Mm. it's decorating the inside of its house to attract a mate, just like we all do. Um... All it wants is is a good breakfast, a good lunch and dinner. Mm. Some sheep. Some sheep. Maybe some maybe some treasure. I can't I have so much in common with a dragon that I can't even begin to describe. My, my I'm sorry to interject, but another tip would be if if you are sacrificing um, one type of animal to a beast in your town and you run out of that kind of animal um, maybe shift just animals. do a shift to a different kind of animal before yeah. you offer up your your own yeah. children mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. it. That's the next step. But if you do offer up your own children, stick them in a wedding dress because you never know. Yeah, and don't forget the girdle because if things go your way, right? That's You're a good way to harness a dragon. Secret way to smuggle a weapon into that situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. put her in a girdle. Another thing I Pop will say is that in case a dragon does. Attack you if you're going into like dragon heavy territory. Mm-hmm. I think you you do need to make sure you have a weapon. I know you want to rely on the sign of the cross. I think bring I think bring some actual protection as well. Oh, but also if you do get gobbled up by a dragon, try and yeah. scratch a cross out 
from yeah. the You may as well at that point. You, you might may as, as well. well. <laughs> yeah, remember the PEMDAS of mm-hmm. fighting dragons. Please, a- emergency. Maybe uh, assault a dragon sacredly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that works. Please, emergency. Maybe assault a dragon sacredly. Yeah. Wait, maybe... Didn't we switch the A and the D? No, assault a dragon. PEMDAS. Oh, yeah. We switched. Shit. Maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> dragon assault. Sacred? Yep, that works. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> sacred, period. Okay. Period. Dragon assault is sacred. Yeah. Guys, great, great sewed. Thanks, Zach, for coming on. Thanks for having this me. This was pretty much Such one of the top so ones for being here. in terms of uh, knowledge. Always a delight to talk can about you, dragons. Can you repeat back that one Jesus lizard factoid for us? Here's the last little uh, tip that I'm going to leave. Jesus lizard can run across water. Wow. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I'm yeah, gonna do it. I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to send it to you guys if you want to. I would really like you to get the it. whole page if you could. Um, everybody, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Do smash it. Do a rating if you can, because Lord knows we need it. Come on. What? I have needs, and I'm I'm open about them. All right. And I need a rating. Come on now. Uh, also, please do write us a note. Shoot us an email. That. That's a spirit percast at gmail.com. gmail.com. Follow us at spiritpod on Twitter. Follow us at that's a spirit podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Um, write us any old note. We'll read it and we'll mm-hmm. respond to you. Yeah, because we care. Will we? Have you checked the email recently? No, I have not in a very long time. No, I've I've checked it pretty recently. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, um, we'll get so, yeah. we'll get to it for sure. I'm not gonna let you down ever, listener. And I will say this: I love you. We love you, and I'll see you in hell. We'll see you there. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye. bye. <laughs>